0: Hi Jenna. Hi Brea. Uh, How are you doing today? Oh, fairly good. You? I'm doing pretty good. I got I got a, a lot going on. I've got a bladder full of pee. I got <laughs> I got uh, tons of energy. Um, You know, it's a special episode today. Yeah, we get the uh, pleasure of speaking to your Chill Goblin. It's a really long, kind of rambling conversation. Uh, Do you have any strong feelings about it, Chili?
1: Uh, <laughs> Chili, don't ever call me that before. Uh but i like it um do you have any strong feelings about it only positive ones
0: only positive strong feelings from yeah strong but good strong but good like like an ox yeah that's not related to anything good Good, like an ox Hmm? nailed it all right
1: (laughs) (laughs) welcome Welcome to to obsessive Obsessive by nature. nature
0: This is just like, honestly, I don't know. I am a fan of yours and it's really yeah. cool to get to talk to you. And I was actually just telling Jenna that like, yeah. I don't know if it's weird for me to say it, but I'm like really proud of you because I've been watching you for like, oh, thanks. since, you know, you had like maybe like I think 1500 subscribers or so. And now you're like, you know, you're just blowing yeah. up. Oh no. I think like, you've
1: been watching me from way before that.
0: Uh, maybe yeah, before think, that. Oh, yeah. No, 1, yeah. yeah that's honestly. right. That's right. And like, that's right. I just yeah. always. No, I think you
1: were, you were one of the day ones.
0: Maybe honestly, in my brain—I got yeah. full full disclosure. Like part of the whole deal here with this pod is Jenna and I both have like ADHD, and like we just kind of go. <laughs> I off. knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I knew you. That was right, gonna,
1: right. Right. I have right. ADHD too. So I, I yeah,
2: don't
0: know. It almost like we're stereotypes. I, but it's, it's funny,
1: like I, yeah, <laughs> I appreciate the uh, um, uh, the love. I, um, I I gotta say, I also have uh, I've been a fan of yours for since way back in the day. Uh, I've been, like, reading your comic on Facebook. I'm, like, one of your uh, Facebook followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess I never, like, told you that. But uh, I've been, like, reading your stuff. I'm, like, I really like – I'm, like, a visual learner, you know? Like, I really like comics and stuff. And I don't know. I guess, like, uh, trans issues, I sort of became a thing I was aware of, like, you know, relatively recently within the last, like, 10 years or something like that. Oh and yeah, I mean, join the club. I tried to like educate myself about it, and yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and being on like Left Book, you, I don't know. I'm sure you you uh, probably remember those days. Oh, yeah. Like, sounds like whatever, but okay. The, all those, oh, uh, yeah. those pages. I th- I think that's where I found your thing originally. I was in something about like you know uh, trans acceptance or whatever, yeah. and I saw your thing, and I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> comics! I love this. This is my shit. So. I've been following, I've been whatever. So it's like, there's like a mutual admiration here. Oh, that makes me so happy. That's very cool. Because I remember- yeah, you... I remember when you found my channel, like early on, I was like, holy shit, is that Bria? Like the Bria?
0: Oh, it is. Goddamn. Oh, that makes awesome. me so happy. Um, you know, yeah. it, I'm sure you've, yeah. you're learning over the your career, like being a digital creator, it's kind of hard to like really know the impact that you have because you're actually separated from most of the people that you're supposedly connected to
1: yes that is true
0: um, but like you yeah, know like it's, just uh... seeing people grow which was where i was going from like when i was sitting there like just watching you grow and like uh the times like with fans of my comics like i'd watch like people's like names change their photos start to change Ooh. you know huh. and like this person that had been commenting on my comics as one gender is you know presenting as another one it's just like or anything yeah just seeing a person just like i I don't know i i I see glow-ups happen and it's absolutely wow yeah i imagine that's really cool and it's just i don't know not to say that i like stalk my fans or anything but if i'm reading your comment (laughs) i'll recognize names i recognize people that comment a lot right like yeah but uh totally
1: I uh I also remember um I ordered a patch from you yes. from your uh Etsy. Yeah, that was <laughs> and uh so <laughs> I think I told you about this, right? Where so you you uh I ordered I guess it was from like my email, my goblinchill at gmail dot yeah. was the, the account. And you like recognized it and you're like, Oh, it's chill goblin or whatever. And when you sent me the thing, you sent it in like a I just ordered like one yeah, small patch yeah. and you sent me like this big package and you drew like a picture of my chill goblin guy and you sent me like a bunch of extra stuff and like i got it and i was like i was like what is this like Uh i didn't order anything like this i think it also came like a few months later like the adhd thing (laughs) like it came like a a while after I ordered. you know what it was was, what
0: is this huh this this?"
1: what 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 it
0: was was right when you placed that order i got cast in a play and i was like doing play stuff and then I, oh, and then it was like okay. after the yeah, play yeah, wrapped, yeah. I was like, what? Oh shit. Like, what the fuck? Chill Goblin orders <laughs> like from my shop. That's so and funny. I said, God damn it. And so I felt really bad about it. That's, oh man. No, that's all good. Yeah. I, it's,
1: it's funny because, yeah, I, I, I do uh, plays too, and it, I shut down my, my like video production and everything. So. Yeah, I totally get it. Uh, but it was just very alarming uh, for me to receive that package. I was yeah,
0: like, what is
1: this? It's like got a lot of stuff in it. Who is this from? And I like opened it up, and the first thing I pulled out was like a full like eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper that was like a chill goblin drawing, and I was like, what the fuck, like. <laughs> How did somebody who's on my YouTube find my address? Oh, I was no. like so scared. I was oh, like, "What the, the fuck is going on? Gotcha. Did I get doxxed? What's happening?" Like, I, yeah, I literally thought that I was. like, oh, This was like a threat of some kind. I'm sorry, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, because yeah, so I don't." Like, typically... I pulled that out and I pulled like some more stuff. And I, I should. Oh, that. Oh my god! I was like so relieved when I got pulled the patch out. I was like, "Oh, that's what this is."
0: <laughs> it just occurred to me. Like, okay, yeah. so I don't put my name on most packages because i was afraid of people ordering things from me who were like from kiwi farms and i i just like felt weird about like my i kept my address like it was like a separate from my home address like i didn't have a po box but i had like uh the address for like it was like my studio but like the way the mail came was actually through like another business um and like right uh, yeah so i didn't put my name on the package basically i so shit i should have
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like I I was like so it was like legitimately scary. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh I thought my I was god. gonna pull out like a note, like a one of those like cut-out magazine letter like <laughs> we know, Oh my we god, god, I'm so we sorry. We know where you live. Whatever. <laughs> like, I've I've been very careful, I mean obviously not that careful, but I've been pretty careful not to associate my real identity with my chill goblin thing like yeah name, i mean i don't say makes sense like anything like that so getting that like oh man that was like a, a scary moment but no it turned out it was a really nice uh gesture oh my god <laughs> but uh oh. yeah <laughs> well yeah but after that i've been careful not to order things on my chill goblin account anymore i just use my uh my regular stuff for that
0: yeah that becomes but, a uh, hard anyway. thing the separation like what email like oh i can't use this email anymore even though like you know it's associated with like something central to my you know career functioning you know like i got to transition that over or something that becomes a pain it's good to nip that in the bud picking an email is a hard thing to do Mm -hmm. i think like for professional and
3: like life stuff you need to keep that sort of separation and it's i don't know sometimes especially i think in your case you've got your name attached to everything that you're doing so yeah like it's hard to separate Mm. that
0: well i don't know Mm -hmm. i've been like that's a hard thing like especially as one's career i don't want to talk about myself this time but as your career changes over time like you start to like you know it's like hey i'm not like wanting to separate myself from previous work that i've done but like the sort of work that i'm interested in doing has evolved and like Mm -hmm. but i'm branded into like this whole thing and it's shifting this whole like ocean liner is really hard so like I don't know. Uh, your, your career is kind of blown up really quickly. And it's like, I imagine that brought a lot of like, I don't know, s- struggles with that.
1: I don't know. <clears throat> I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say it's, it's blown up uh, oh. that quickly. I mean, I will like the first day I posted a video, like my first ever video, uh, that within 24 hours, I already had a thousand subscribers and I was like, Oh my God, this is so easy. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube is fucking easy. A do people even... Oh, can I swear on this, by yeah. the way? Oh, yeah. Or yeah. should I yeah. cut the, try to cut that? It's okay? Okay, okay. Like,
3: I, I was going to say, i I more recent fan of yours. Just like seeing some of your stuff. I, I caught on to... I think it's, it, the first video of yours I saw was the the psychedelics one, which I honestly really enjoyed. Oh. I thought it was great. Just, oh, like, thanks. Such a God. great dive into that Thank stuff. Thank you
1: thank you so much i really love that with video i wish that the sound didn't sound like shit but uh-huh. you know whatever
3: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> you know when
1: you're like a creator you have like oh yeah oh god like
0: oh, well like yeah, i could do w- this thing but, we're we're like recording in my friggin apartment for this because normally i would do this sort of thing in my art studio but that's like being you know, a mm-hmm. whole thing it's turned upside down and like but we're gonna like move into it like day after tomorrow like a new space that's gonna be like perfect for recording in they'll have like you know, we'll put soundproofing Ooh, cool. up and stuff, so we'll actually get, like, hopefully a really nice sound. It hasn't been too bad, but, you yeah. know, we am going to deal with, like, a bit of room echo and that sort of thing. Recording yeah. Recording it in and, this, Yeah, okay. the yeah. yeah. Of no, you sound good. Stuff. Like,
1: I... I <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. fine. I got I got you guys on headphones and very, very bearable.
0: And, um, and you're not even hearing, I, uh, I think, our uh, good mic either. You're hearing... There you You're go. hearing so, the, yeah, the, the Surface Pro mic. We've got uh, our, our broadcast mic oh, as well.
1: Surface Pro. I love Ooh, my service the Microsoft iPad
0: yeah, I, I made the switch. Nice. Uh, I think I just was kind of tired of oh really, you know what From it was? IPad? It was because I was streaming and I went, I needed a new computer and I was streaming and streaming it, at the time at least was not very good on Mac. and so I like I got oh, a PC, yeah. a tower, desktop PC, and that became my big main computer. and then I found myself needing like a little tablet on the go that I could draw with that was ideally also a computer, and right. well, I could get an iPad. But I'm not doing Mac anymore. I got this tower PC. Makes sense to have uh, Windows. So. Wow,
1: that makes sense. I um I've become so accustomed to drawing on my iPad, like Procreate with the Apple Pencil and everything. I know a
0: lot of people. Um, did you
1: ever use those? Or? I
0: haven't tried it myself, but I've only heard good things. I know no? a lot okay. of artists that have made the switch, and like, that's what yeah. they use.
1: But you're using it on the Surface Pro. You do you do Uh, a a lot of your digital art on that?
0: Actually, I tend to use the Surface Pro not for finished work. It's like sketching on the go or doing working from home. If I like, especially since my studio has been kind of not great, I've been working from home more. So I just like work on this like the rough sketches of things, and then I go into the studio where I've got a nicer tablet to finish things on to give it the really the lines I really want. You got
1: a real tablet. I got. That's I got nice. a. I got a Wacom, That's nice. which is Wacom like. But again,
0: like I know people oh, who switch yeah. from Wacom to, to iPad. So. Like, See, yeah i I had like a a
1: Wacom like, bamboo or whatever oh, yeah. it was like back in the day, oh, and yeah. like a, I had an Intuos back yep. in the day. Yep. But those aren't like they don't have like a screen. Or no, anything. no, They're I got
0: got a, a Surface. You, know, you have a or not, sur- wait, not Surface? We're gonna Cintiq. So, yeah. Cintiq.
1: Yes, I knew that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Those things are so nice, but they're so expensive.
0: Yeah, I I got actually, um, I was very nicely gifted by a fan of my comics Uh, another one, a mono price.
1: The
0: mono price is not bad. How can I get it on
1: your fans? It
0: was very nice with them. Okay. It's it's okay. It's really nice. Wow. The problem was with the stylus. The stylus, like, gave out, and I had to, like, hot wire it, like, hardwire it into its own power supply to make it work.
1: Cool. Yeah. I, um,. I never had anything really for digital art, but uh, you know, well, you guys are Canadians, so you guys know about Serb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When the pandemic happened, I got two thousand bucks. I was like, you know, should have should have used it to pay my rent, should have used it to buy food, but instead, I used it to buy like a brand new iPad. <laughs> and like, uh, Apple pencil. I'd, and I'd that was that. such an irresponsible decision that I've never regretted because I've gotten yeah. more than my money back out of that fucking thing. It's so good. Yeah, uh, sometimes you cool. gotta
0: do it. Yeah. You gotta like go for it. Sometimes You
1: just gotta like,
0: yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I've got to...
1: Um, but yeah, I do, I do like, I used to do my entire video on my iPad. Like I'd film it on there, edit it on there and then do all of my like drawings and animations on there. But uh recently I got myself a MacBook Air to edit on nice. and my
0: video production got way better. Nice. Oh yeah. yeah. Also got like a nice camera. Well, hey, it shows your videos uh, are sorry. the quality's going up all the time. And... Yeah. It's
1: been really cool.
0: Even just Thanks, like, yeah. diving through some
3: of your older stuff and see the progression. It's that's pretty awesome. Like
0: Yeah,
1: thank you. I I, uh, I, I love it. I'm having a blast. I already
3: I really enjoyed the, the animation at the beginning of your recent video, the like um it had a very salad figures vibe,
1: which I assume was yeah. intentional um totally yeah 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah. definitely I, I used to love uh yeah david firth and salad fingers back in the day and i i was trying to make that guy look very evil yeah I, and um i was like oh i'll do like a solid salad fingers vibe it definitely worked. He's talking to like a cute chibi kind of guy so it's like the <laughs> the, the dichotomy i don't know the juxtaposition yeah it was I, great I, I went to film school so it's hard for me not to sound pretentious. <laughs> i
3: mean i think that's reasonable uh, there's Sometimes it's yeah. great to <laughs> sound <But thanks>.
0: pretentious. <laughs> like, oh, it helps. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I went to a, a farty smarty arty school myself and like what it what you learn there, I don't know about your school, but a big part of it is just like bullshitting, like people like talking oh my That God. person that clearly just did the thing that morning, but they talked about it good oh, and then yeah. they get an A. Like if you can justify and, it yep. through some incomprehensible academic-sounding art speak. You can sell something to somebody. And I'm not saying I'm a flim-flammer and I learned how to flim-flam, but it makes you have to talk. You got to talk if you want to survive. Yeah.
3: I think, Mm -hmm. you know, being Mm -hmm. able to explain the art is really important, but also if you get really good at it, you know how to just bullshit your way past anything. You can make the dumbest stuff seem really, really smart because you're like, oh, it's just the composition and the... Our teachers sometimes lap yep. that up.
0: Oh, who's to say it's all subjective? <laughs> it's
1: yeah. so funny. It's so true.
0: So I
2: don't know. I
1: think basically every university degree teaches you how to bullshit oh, yeah. in some way. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> not to sound like Tucker Carlson over here, but uh,
2: well,
1: <laughs> like, yeah, there's, there's, that's what like writing essays
2: is. <clears throat>
0: there, there's something. There is something I think broken in it. Like not to get like too at the jugular on any kind of politics talk right away here, but like. <laughs> You know, it's mm-hmm. like I think there is a lot wrong with how universities work, and it's not just like things like admissions and and uh, yeah. tuition and 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 you know stuff like that. It's, but it's even just the way it's taught, the emphasis but on that
1: definitely is a part of it. Yeah,
0: like I just uh, there's You're treating a university like a business. Yeah, it, I mean they're often described as what hedge funds with a university attached. Oh
3: yeah, uh, like, I mean that's yep you know the the cost of the cost of stuff the way stuff is taught how much of it is just like rubbing shoulders with the right people it's all just part of the 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 capitalist gatekeeping for lack of a better
1: way to put it it's just yeah you know
0: agreed but like i don't regret the fact that you have
1: to pay so much money like well i think no me either i didn't have a great time in school Mm -hmm. but i met a lot of cool people and i had a blast I did a lot of drugs.
0: <laughs> oh, lucky. I didn't, you know, so. yeah, I was so joyless. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, I flunked out oh, of really? university oh. for like clinical depression because I wasn't doing enough drugs as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah. I would have,
0: I would have benefited. See, from that's the problem. Before. Yeah. Right. No, no. My, my drug was the um. gym. <laughs> I mean, Oh,
1: nice. Yeah. I was, I've never been able to, uh, to maintain a gym routine. I've been a few times never within the same like year but <laughs> i think you gotta you gotta have yeah, a yeah.
0: real big motivation cool. you gotta feel uh some kind of inner drive yeah
1: yeah
3: yeah. i think society like pushes a lot of this idea that like everybody should be exercising and what have you but it's really hard to like put your mind to something that you're like well i guess i should be doing this i suppose and it's like well i might see results mm-hmm. in a few months i guess if i keep at it not a great motivator um Yep. You. You've really got to be like, yes, I need to get fit because I want it for this.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that rules yeah, yeah, out totally. my one question I had for you, which was what kung fu styles you know.
1: Uh, you're like, how much can you bench?
0: This is important to really? my view of you as a person. <laughs> Favorite kung fu styles? Like, how firm is your handshake?
1: Oh, I actually have a really firm handshake. Really? I did uh, stand-up comedy for years. Uh I've been doing stand-up comedy for about a decade now. And uh, if there's one thing I know how to do, it's how to walk up on stage, look the host in the eye, shake his hand, like really his or her or their hand, and then go to the the mic like smoothly. I've shaken so many goddamn hands. Like honestly, like people in business sometimes take like improv to improve their business, whatever. If you want to get good at shaking hands, do stand up for like a year, because you will shake so many goddamn hands. Wow, you will shake so many hands. So yeah, I got a, I got a firm handshake. I just am not strong. <laughs> Turns out you don't need to be strong to have a, a firm handshake. Oh, okay. I'm so good at meeting girlfriends' dads. <laughs> bam, <laughs> <I, man, laughs> bam, right in the sweet spot between the thumb and the. index. like a little index. Respect, direct eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> they they come every time. <laughs> I, oh, I
2: approve. <laughs> <laughs> followed by the sound of a shotgun blast. Sorry, that's gross. But
3: you know, <laughs> oh, Yeah. God. Yes. Like I, I've that's never understood that's that how whole called. culture. But like you know, oh, I gotta gotta do the right thing for my daughter by like threatening their potential suitors with a fucking gun. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: that shit is weird. That that's weird shit. I yeah. Anyway, I mean. <sighs> you gotta protect your claim uh (laughs) they're jumping your claim oh i mean that's true yeah there's so many
3: there's so many like i don't know dads that have really weirdly gross opinions of their daughters that you're just like "Hmm, you want to be doing stuff with your daughter and i hate that i didn't want to think about that like
1: uh, yeah it is like a pseudo like incestuous kind of like instinct i feel but I, I mean like it it's sort of like a you know in a patriarchal uh, society uh women are more vulnerable and women are marginalized uh you know and require protection from patriarchal men um like there is some like some truth to that but the way that it manifests is like just a cocktail of like fucking disturbing freudian weirdness uh a lot of the time at least
0: well was the thing i was struck by recently i saw uh, it was like a clip of that uh like vice men discussion they had and there was like this one guy who was like the super christian you know guy you know with those those christy guys with the big old cowboy hat
1: oh is it like the big conversation yeah with like a bunch of men and they're like talking about masculinity yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah.
0: okay I, I think i know the guy you're big, talking about big christian yeah, cowboy i couldn't get a read man. on him and he was like his vision of man yeah. sometimes like being cool father and sometimes I was like, what? sorry
1: sorry I, I couldn't get a read on that guy i remember sometimes i was like oh yeah that seems right and then sometimes I was like dude what
0: well, like there's his vision of being a father. It, was, it seemed like you sacrifice absolutely everything. You all you do is work. You never take a day off. You have no joy, and in exchange, you have complete and total dominion over your family. And like that, to me, is like that's right. like such like that's a, an abuser. That and I not to be like buzzwordy. Or anything like that with it, but like that's mm-hmm. somebody who like I want to have control over you, and might justify it by working so hard. And it's like, well, dude, no one asked you to work that hard. No one asked you to give up all joy in your yeah. life. Yeah,
1: I'm... and honestly, it would be better for your family. It maybe if you worked less hard and had less money, but were more chill. Yeah, and, uh, you know,
3: like, maybe spend some quality more time loving. With them. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Spend some time with your family.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Was that a uh, reminder um, of a uh,
1: like boss
2: around.
0: Another post where uh, it was like, um, what was it? It was like uh, the person was talking about guys who think that women only care about uh, them for like what they can provide, right? Their money mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, i've you know i've always been poor and i have no problem getting women i think maybe you just are like you know an an awful person to date you know you're unpleasant to be around
2: (laughs)
3: yeah it's been really weird because i've been i've been on a couple of dating sites recently looking to like maybe date a a guy or two and like you know i'm poly so um but like
1: the number dating guys more well, honey
3: more problems yeah the, the weirdest thing <laughs> for me is like the number of guys who have just no information they're like they've got their stats on their height and maybe their political affiliation and at least one picture of them holding a fish and that's their dating <laughs> yeah purpose. is that still a that thing? that is still a yeah. thing it's so bizarre i do not understand it like but it's just like there's nothing to go on there because Are you they're
1: guys like, in like a rural area
3: i mean
0: no just vancouver like Vancouver gets Okay,
1: so no not at all.
0: Vancouver gets really rural really suddenly though. That is true. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. It is like a fishing town I've never been I guess. There. So To like, some degree? It's a city and it does have suburbs. Okay, right. you guys are by the coast. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: City fishing.
0: Uh, yeah,
3: I mean I know a a good few people who seem to like to just I don't know drive out to some lakes or out to the ocean and go fishing, so
0: And, and people are all about the outdoors. Yeah. I like to drive
1: out to lakes. I don't like to fish, but. Yeah. It's it's so funny. Like, like there is like, I don't know, I'm not, I don't believe in gender essentialism. I, uh, I think that like, men and women are basically the exact same thing, uh, brain wise, but like, there is like a social like segregation where men don't spend enough time around women and they don't know like what they're they're looking for and they're like when they catch a fish all their dude friends are like that's so cool man you gotta get a picture and they're like this is a proud moment for me. Yeah. I bet all the women on Tinder will be so impressed by this. And it's just like, Oh, that guy's holding a slimy gross animal. I didn't
0: really want to see that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I can't think of a, a less appealing moment really. Uh, but I think you know, it's, it's yeah. got to be like a it's sense of like funny. the masculine is the default and he values, surely everyone must value, right? Like who doesn't love a fish? Right. We love yeah. those fish folks. True, true, true. I just, true.
3: to me, it, it reads on these sites as though it's like, well, okay, what is your personality based off like three photos, one of which is like usually in the club, one of which is uh, like they're with a friend, and then the third one is usually them holding a fish. And I'm like, well, You're giving me nothing else to roll off on your personality here. So, the most prominent thing I can think of is that you like fishing, I guess. Like, congrats. Yeah. Cool. I'm not interested in fishing, so I guess bye. (laughs) Give me something to work with here. Like,
0: how do you start a conversation?
1: I I care about three things.
0: Right? (laughs) Like, fish, clubbing, and my friend. Oh well, they'd be like, "Oh, that's nice. You have a friend. Tell me about your friend. That's so cute." Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, it's always good that if they have pictures with their friends. That one is a good good, one. Yeah,
0: it shows you're like a likable, nice person. I'm looking at women on Tinder. I'm like, okay, good.
1: They have friends. That's that's no.
0: They like Clint Eastwood movies, right? That's what women are into. They're into Mm -hmm. the the guys (laughs) I idolize, a mean loner that kills people. I'm going to portray myself as that. (laughs) (laughs) Women want that. (laughs) Oh, yeah,
1: women. It generally, I feel like, are much more conscious of what men are looking for. Uh, Although there's some, there's some, uh, there's some things on Tinder from a straight dude perspective that are pretty funny. I get a lot of, I mean, I don't know, I haven't been on Tinder in years, but I remember getting a lot of uh, girls like cuddling with sedated tigers and stuff at like dude, those oh, weird they're, zoos
0: they're or nice whatever. Animals. you know what i'm talking about oh yeah it's so cute it's <laughs> yeah. not being trafficked at all <laughs> yeah. they like it here
1: yeah no, don't think about
0: why that tiger's eyes are half closed yeah. and it's not <laughs> it's, it's amazing they on. love people oh. they'll just love it yeah. they like being <laughs> wow. cuddled look they let you do it yeah it takes a
1: lot yeah. of and then you meet that girl and bring her over and your cat's like fuck you. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i thought you were great with cats
0: <laughs> that's how i knew actually uh my first boyfriend i uh first real boyfriend i knew he was a good guy because he, he is cat he loved her so much huh? and she hated me oh there you go she didn't <laughs> i mean like she warmed up to me but when i first came she was What's this bitch doing here.
3: yeah i mean i think yeah cats yeah. get very territorial and they they want your attention so like if anybody comes in and starts uh, moseying in on the attention, they could get kind of unhappy. Depends on the cat though. Yeah, I mm. mean,
0: yeah. some are just bitches. Yeah. My
1: my cat is actually really friendly.
0: My cat loves everyone. Uh, oh, see, I and love a cat like that. Just,
1: we'll go and cuddle on everyone's lap.
0: Unsurprisingly, you a cat. Yeah, I feel like that. I mean, like I could maybe I could believe you have a dog, but like cat energy, yeah.
1: Oh, I would love a dog, but I don't know. I don't think I'm responsible That's hard. enough. They're a whole other you know, level. Like get to a point where I can take a yeah, like take take it for walks every day and whatever. Cats are generally just you clean their litter box, you feed them, and then the rest of it is just cuddles, you know. You, you don't have and and playing with them, but it's it's a lot less of a daily commitment, I feel. Yeah.
0: Cats are like you have an elf ranger in your D&D party and dogs are like you have <laughs> I don't know, a small child you have to escort everywhere, like they're a life, they're a life yeah. partner they're with you
1: a small child that runs very quickly after college. yeah, oh
2: no <laughs> Oh. <laughs> small yeah.
0: child on a Segway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know it's an overly complicated metaphor it. at this point yeah But uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it, but it's the truth is, yeah, dogs, stuff. like they gotta be with you, they're your, like your pal, they're your buddy, they're like with you you yeah. can't just leave them
1: I do like that, yeah. I like when my friends have a dog that I can go and chill with. And the dog's like just such a fucking bro. I'm like yes, yeah.
0: It's and it's always amazing when connection. someone has that close relationship with their dog. You know, like they just like they just like they. It's not like they have that total control. I feel like that's creepy when someone yeah. has like total control. But like the dog like goes where they tell the dog to go because they're like friends. You know, it's just like you go there and like yep, I go up and follow you. Where are we going? Yay! I'm happy to be with you. Yeah, I love seeing
3: that kind of connection. And I, I do agree that the, like, other kind of connection can be a bit a bit creepy. These dudes are like, you know, you do this and then you sit at my heel and you stay exactly here and don't move. And you just, they just sound like they're shouting at their dog the whole time. I'm like,
2: the poor dog.
3: And then you see somebody with a, a happy puppy that's just like, yes, I love doing whatever the hell you're
0: doing. I'm into this. It's just, it's real sweet. I'd say it's a red flag if someone, if, if you on know, Tinder, guy's got a dog that he, like, owns like an object
1: mm. yeah oh well yeah yeah that's a that's not good
3: i i, I think it's, it's like that and how they that. treat uh wait stuff are usually really really good indicators oh yeah yeah like you
1: oh yeah that's a major that's that's like a yeah that's if i'm on a date with somebody and they're rude to like a server it's
0: over mm. that's it that's done yeah uh
1: that's uh that's that's not okay
0: this uh anyone i don't know it just it becomes like a conflict you get into where i don't want to get too heady here but like the the hierarchical thinking if you have a conflict within those who have the <laughs> the hierarchy in place in their minds they are adhering to the hierarchy and they're those that want to break the hierarchy these tools <laughs> two can't live together
1: yeah,
3: yeah. accurate though <laughs> uh, <Jordan> Pearson. Yeah. <laughs> scarily
1: good okay well you know the lobsters we should be exactly like lobsters (laughs) that's what we should do Uh, okay well we should put tie our fingers together with elastics that's what we do with lobsters why wouldn't it work for us
0: that's brilliant we can just that way you know we no more uh dropping your pencil It's just in there you always got a pen on you
3: (laughs) yeah is That's true. Scarily good impressions from both of you, honestly. <laughs>
0: well, you know, not to mm-hmm. alarm James. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. On the, I don't know. We're already. I don't know what we're doing if we're recording or riffing still. But do you want me to call you James or Chill Goblin first of all?
1: Yeah, you can call me James. James. Yeah. All right. James is my name. You you can call me sure. Chill Goblin. But, uh, but I feel like it's a little bit less awkward oh. to call me a, like a a name that isn't like a mythical creature.
0: Got it. Well, I don't mean to alarm you, but the secret to doing a really good girl voice is being able to do a really good Jordan Peterson voice. (laughs) (laughs) If you get up here into your voice box and your voice is (laughs) resonating from your mouth and your nose and you kind (laughs) of hold it back like this. I used to call it the Uncle Gord because it sounds like my Uncle Gord, but you know, Marvin the Martian, Kermit the Frog, or of course the (laughs) Jordan Peterson (laughs) <laughs> Wait, but
1: how does that turn into how does that turn into like uh like a feminine oh okay, like so voice. that's
0: half the equation. I don't turn one okay, voice lesson time code. by the way, I teach voice lessons everybody so
1: i uh, yeah, I saw that you've been you you've been doing that that's that's cool uh,
0: yeah, that's been a a long ongoing kind of thing that recently I'm returning to, and it feels really good. it's like I don't know genuinely feels like doing a good thing yeah uh, really. I get lots of nice feedback, tons of people really appreciate it and Um, I don't just like, it's hard to find something that you can do in this world that feels genuinely good. So I'm holding on to that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. In answer to your question. So that's half of it. That's what we call the tight, pinchy side. (laughs) You go up here, and it's, like, tight and pinchy off in the back of your throat. But then you have to open it up into the breathy, soft voice as well. And it's a kind of fast blending between soft and tight. Every single word, you start like this, and end like this. And so your voice ends up kind of sounding, if you're, like, putting in effort. (laughs) Like, you know, I tend, like, especially if I have, like, a maybe a hypothetical smoke before... Uh, a recording session maybe my voice might drop down into my uh-huh. throat a little bit more but if i really wanted to i could have it up here and have a very soft beautiful gentle voice for the entirety of our recording session here yeah. james
1: wow damn you're really good thank you i i'm always man okay always. so i am i'm halfway to that eh? because i can do a pretty good jordan peterson <laughs> i i think i'm just going to learn how to i'm going to voice train myself to do a, a girl voice just to free you could. You, I mean, could you
3: could I will say it. It might get a few labels of egg, um, so you know. As long as you don't yeah. mind that,
1: <laughs> yeah. People are like, "Oh, you're an egg." I'm like, "No, I'm just into pranks." <laughs> <laughs> we support That's this. I prank people, I
0: mean, absolutely. And the other, the other side of the proud Bugs Bunny tradition, really, right? Gender yeah. bending and pranks, mm. yeah. Right.
3: That's true. Yeah, especially retaliatory funny, the pranks. Those, are the yeah. Best.
0: And, like, honestly, like, I think it's good to play with your voice. Like, I think that's a place of agency for people. Like, cis or trans, like, I don't know. Not everybody likes their voice. And you can actually learn how to change your voice if you don't like your voice. And, yeah, it will become a habit if you keep at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think voice,
3: it's quite funny, especially, like, sitting across from somebody who has such, honestly, incredible talent at voice stuff. I'm like training her voice yeah, and, sure. and what have you. And she's got all these resources. And and then hears me, I'm like, I'm actually pretty comfortable with how my voice is. Like I've raised it a bit more than it used to be because I used to sound like this. Um, and these days it's like, mm. you know, um, I know I don't, my voice doesn't pass, but I'm pretty happy with it. I'm pretty chilled with it. And like, you know. Yeah, I, that's great. That's fine. I think that's that's the best part is like, if you do the practice, then you get all this range and then you can find wherever the hell you want to fit into it, you know? like just totally love that so
0: yeah honestly my whole voice philosophy Mm -hmm. comes out of my understanding of yin and yang uh from my lifelong well, near lifelong pursuit of the martial arts and that that flows through into like everything i do really like is this shifting between yin and yang hard and soft the forceful and the yielding some might say the masculine and the feminine mm. but I, I don't i actually don't order and chaos like <laughs> something something it, it it drives me kind of a little you know it irks me to see like there's like a desire for like this sort of right-wing mysticism right they they, they kind of grab little bits and try to get credibility from like yeah. other cultures and like they don't Whoa. they take it everything but name only but like it's clear that that's what he's kind of going he'll 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 use it when he wants to but not really pay attention to what it it's saying uh this
1: yeah totally he he like at, he, Jordan Peterson and like a lot of other guys but especially him he'll do a thing with like gender and not just gender but specifically talking about gender he like simultaneously mythologizes it and like naturalizes it so it's like he's being like it's scientifically accurate and it's also mythologically accurate it's part of the sp- story structure of the brain or whatever yeah. it's like is it both of those things like what do you mean like you know it's like it's it's very odd the way the way he uh he argues well the
3: worst part for me is like the
1: do this- you guys hear by the way um mm-hmm. I think there's some some noise happening over here is' there, like do you guys hear anything mm-hmm. uh, I can't hear in the background all I
0: hear is you yeah no, okay cool. all oh, that oh, that's okay, cool, great cool, cool. I think that's I a think good dude, okay. doom one. remix doom uh, eternal. All I hear is you <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> nice. Oh, I no, but it sounds like a nice romance. It like it's nice. like a soft like uh like a like a romantic cover like when you know, in Terminator when Sarah Connor and Kyle Reese like sleep together, uh you know, it's like the soft yeah, romantic of version of Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's like that, but like doom. I, I, <laughs> and
1: then like a gentle, like, pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Like the Terminator. Stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I think it is in there, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's really? honestly a heartfelt moment.
1: <laughs> it's like somebody hitting a triangle instead of like slamming. Right? <laughs> ding fire
0: ding ding, ding ding Dig,
1: dig, dig, Yo, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah.
0: Ding, 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 Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like that on the wind chimes or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, triangle glockenspiel yeah high Glock, know it's the, the, it's the uh Spiel.
1: the kids bop version of the
2: <laughs>
0: i mean the thing is, like brad fidel he's a great musician uh i think he did that part too so i'm not gonna question uh he's, oh nice uh i don't i i'm a terminator nerdinator i guess i
1: yo can i tell you something about terminator that you might always, not know oh, i want
0: to know yeah um Okay,
1: I don't actually really know the full fact here, but I know that there is one. Uh because I used to listen to the band, well, I don't really listen to them a lot, but do you guys remember uh, P. O. D. and they had that song, Youth of the Nation. We are, we are the Youth of the yeah, Nation. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember that. So at the beginning of that at the beginning of that song, there's like this weird like 10 second uh like I don't know, like uh, fucking you hear like kids playing at a playground. And I listened to that song so many times that when I watched Terminator for the first time, there's a section of Terminator that is that they like I don't know if they sampled it from Terminator or if they both got it from the same like sound effect bank or what, but it's i it's the same sound huh. so I don't really know what the what the uh extent of that effect is maybe I, I could probably did Google it on the it, same but keyboard I can tell you with hundred percent certainty maybe
0: maybe or Brad Fidel is like secretly a member of that band and he's a hack.
1: (laughs) Whoa, that would be crazy. I didn't know he was an evangelical Christian. Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. POD is, well, I I mean. Oh, I I thought you said Brad Fidel. I'd be very upset.
1: No, yeah. No. I mean, if he was in that band, he would have to be, but. uh, Oh, that'd be very upset. (laughs) POD was like a, they were like, they were like a Jesus, like metal punk band (laughs) from back in the day. I mean. Oh, I, you guys know this. I know. I only know them from uh, Big Shiny Tunes Seven. Big Shiny Tunes Seven. Uh, you ever listen to uh, those? I mean, I Canadian, I knew uh, of them. Prosecums? I was like,
0: honestly, very focused on my kung fu training when I was younger, so I didn't really have time for such pompish pursuits. But that's what I told myself. That's pretty cool. I mean,
3: The difficulty for me is okay, I missed that's, that's much. I missed out on a lot of Canadian stuff because I only moved here in uh, 2019 from South Africa. So,
1: oh. Oh, no yeah. way. Oh, yeah. I should have uh, figured from your accent that you weren't from here. Yeah, I have
3: one of these... <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, I've always had this weird accent where even when I was growing up in South Africa, people were like, are you from England? I was like, N- no. And then I was in England and they were like, oh, are you from America? I was like, well, first of all, I'm offended. Second of all, no. <laughs> and then since I got here, everybody's like, you have an accent, but I can't quite tell where it's from. And then I say South Africa and they're like, hmm, yeah. yeah, sort of. <laughs> but it's
0: just like, yeah. now it's
3: like a very... I, Nobody seems to know where it comes from. It's just a mishmash. Mm-hmm. But
2: uh,
0: yes, uh, um, Canada I... had to, of course, accept the yin and the yang. Had to accept uh, Elon Musk and Jenna. <laughs> so we had the light and the dark. And Jenna, though, is a wonderful gift. She's that's true. Uh, we oh, love having you her. You.
1: That's true. You're the you're the yin uh, to Elon Musk's yang. Oh, yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> oh, he makes every. You're like I'm going to start a gas
3: car. <laughs> <laughs> Only good guess is like billionaires. A bit non PC, <laughs> like thought, but just like, fuck that dude. So hard. He makes. Like, South Africa didn't yeah, a, doesn't exactly have a great bad. reputation that is fairly warranted. <laughs> what but, do you mean? I haven't heard anything. <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> but Elon Musk really. They're the guys that made District 9. Yeah. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
3: District 9 is. District 9 is honestly, it's such a great movie because it also just like shows.
1: I fucking love It that shows
3: movie. what the conditions, in some respects, what the conditions were like under apartheid. And like, you see all these shanty towns and people right. live in that now. Like, it's... Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Have you ever seen the original short film that uh, District 9 was like based on? I haven't
3: actually. By Neil no. Blomkamp?
1: Hmm? Cause he, so he, he made a short film version of it and it became really successful on like whatever the indie like film circuit and he got the money to make the the movie um but in the original short film he interviews he interviewed real people about the apartheid situation Ooh. and he edited them into that that short film so it sounds like they're talking about oh aliens but they're talking about like black people brutal yeah and uh it's like it's like a really in my opinion like a much better yeah, that hits like, a little harder not obviously I, I love district nine as a movie but like that uh choice is like really good like i don't know uh, political statement i guess absolutely like, satire would you call it i don't really know because it's not really comedy but yeah some some sort of like statement he's making there i feel like it hits a lot harder yeah, with yeah i with that but, but like
3: uh, the 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 interviews with people yeah. in the in the movie that i've seen are already like pretty solid but i can only imagine it would have been way better even with like so I, I need to go and check that that short out because that's uh that's quite something but yeah like i yeah it's, it's i grew cool. up like down the road from Um, some of the squatter camps and it's like it's the same conditions the aliens are living under people are living under that now
0: you know my uh my neil blomkamp story that i have is uh he was considering working out at the martial arts dojo that i taught at and and i had to like i can't remember what it was i had to do but i had to like tidy up or whatever and then, um, you know, he came in and trained with, with one of our instructors, who's honestly a really great instructor. And, I, and he just didn't, you know, didn't go for it, which I think was probably for the best for him because that studio closed down not long after. But that's it. Yeah, he almost worked out at our dojo. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive.
1: <laughs> Whoa, that's crazy story. <laughs> yeah, I'm basically yeah. famous. Small world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you just, you just call him Neil now. He's like, yeah, Neil. <laughs> Me and
0: Neil are pretty tight.
1: We didn't meet, but we we could, might have met. Also. Honestly, I think you guys are
0: way off on Sorry. what Neil was saying with that film. You know, I think I got a little bit of insight into the guy's psychology. Uh, you know, yeah. like.
3: The real through line on it.
0: Yeah, like, I think I, I can speak for him pretty safely at this point. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's not uh, about apartheid. It's about
1: martial arts, gyms, in Vancouver. So maybe watch it again with that perspective.
2: Yeah
3: yeah i i must say like he did um the the Chappie movie which i despise yep. personally because like really
1: i liked Chappie. i unpopular uh, opinion but no i, <laughs> I mean like
3: it. i can see why a lot of people like <laughs> d antwoord yeah i i can't stand the they are ugh.
1: everyone from south africa says that i mean now they're like mega canceled but like I did... I was a fan of them back in the day.
3: Yeah. I mean, like, some of their music Um, is really good and really interesting and I really like it. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's just... They stole from other creators a lot and they stole, like, cultural stuff that they really shouldn't have been... That's that's what I've heard. Yeah, but... um, I've heard from, uh,
1: from basically every South African because I used to, uh, When I was into them, every time I met someone from South Africa, I'd be like, oh, you know D Antwoord? And, like, every single time, they'd be like, they fucking suck. They don't (laughs) actually talk like that. They don't actually, like, that's not what they're like. They're putting on an act. They're whatever, like, stealing from, like, poor South African uh, white, I guess. Uh, What do you you call it? What do you call that kind of thing? Afrikaners or whatever? I don't know. Oh, Um, Afrikaners. They're sort of stealing, like ceiling from the the slang of these people that and like they had like other bands before where they didn't speak like that and they're like a lot more uh like they come from money and they're they're making themselves out to be like these authentic whatever so yeah <clears throat> yeah
3: i mean there's uh, i've i've heard that there's before. a f- a few different like cultural groups including um like uh there's a, a mixed race sub like culture there that they pulled a lot from really heavily that was mm. not okay it's uh yeah it's a whole yeah. thing a lot of south hate there
1: was a bunch of early songs where they they say the n-word a bunch yep that's not great
3: yep and there's a few i think there's a couple of songs where they say there's a, a word like in south africa the n-word doesn't have quite as much of an impact as it does here because there's another word right. yeah that the Afrikaner is used uh which i'm not gonna repeat but it's the k word uh if anybody's curious you can look up trevor noah k-word and he'll explain it he has a good bit from when he was uh hosting the daily show the tonight show i can't remember which one but he did daily show daily show yeah. yeah yeah
0: i didn't watch that era um
3: but yeah it it has like similar impact and i know they've said that a few times and things it's like yeah they're they're happy to just throw out so race- there
1: you go yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that, that argument with the n-word thing because I heard people say well in South Africa it doesn't really have the same connotation but it's like there's a different word that's much worse than the n-word there and they also said that oh okay <laughs> never mind that.
0: like so um i don't know we've been we've been recording for a while and just kind of riffing without any structure but uh i had some stuff that yeah. i prepared uh to to talk about just oh like, sorry i just went to no, all, like fine. joe rogan podcast no it's fine no i'm fine oh, with this i, oh, I, this. Any warning. I like this i'm down with this <laughs> let's
1: just shoot the shit see where it goes we were we were sort of joking the
3: <laughs> other day that uh Brie is a little bit like the the version of joe rogan on this podcast like I'm gonna, we're, we're kind of going for that vibe i get <laughs> it yeah i'm going to take that little like, leftist uh, take on that that vibe Watch out,
0: Joe! There you I'm go. Coming for you. All right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> nice. uh... what's your what's your, what's the name of your podcast? What's it called? Oh yeah,
0: we didn't even tell you the freaking name <laughs> of the podcast this whole time. Uh, obsessive by nature.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really just like for lack of a better
3: description, bounce for our neurodivergent like takes on everything. Just,
0: we get a little obsessive about weird shit. <laughs> we just, it was, what was, what happened cool. is Jen and I would always just end up talking for hours when we got together to work on other stuff that we were working on and we're like, maybe we should just record mm-hmm. these conversations and uh, now we're like, ADHD, baby. Yes, it's yeah. a power and a curse. And, yeah,
1: that's like the hyperfixation where you just get like really focused on like some weird uh, subject or whatever.
3: Yeah, pretty much like. And might as well just roll with it. Like you know, we do a lot of thinking about all sorts of weird well. things. So let's let's turn it into something. Bring people along if they want to come. We'll make
1: that content, huh?
3: Yeah, I think yeah. It's really just about like sharing the the kind of perspectives we have and the the journey. If people want to be part of that, then awesome. I mean, trying to I don't know. Trying to be authentic to ourselves.
2: Yeah.
0: Do what feels
1: it. okay. Cool sorry um well i'll I'll stop like interrupting and doing riffs no and you guys can you want to do like the however you guys want to structure it. oh i mean i'll chime uh, in when necessary
0: are we i i just sort of been assuming because we've been doing some pretty good stuff we would end up fading into the conversation yeah but uh um i just felt like you know we'll probably cut a section of this and then uh as you know i wanted to ask some questions if that's okay i got some questions yeah all yeah, yeah. right yeah. Let's do it. I uh, I wanted to ask first of all a uh, very important hard hitting question. Uh what is your favorite dinosaur?
1: Oh, mm, probably uh Ornithomimus. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh that was just like the most impressive dinosaur name I could think of. Well, I got um, an
0: O down on the
1: paper I'm
0: taking notes.
1: Ornithomimus, it's not my favorite dinosaur though. That's like what well, the the like long necked little guy that steals eggs. Yes. Uh but Okay, no, let me say, let me think, because, like, I don't want to come off, like, some basic bro and just say, like, Velociraptor or something. But, uh, I mean, okay, Uh, I think the, um, see, I don't know that much about dinosaurs. This is what I'm trying to cover up right now. But I know that there's, like, the T-Rex is, like, cool and big and whatever, but it was actually, like, the more we learn about it, the less impressive it is.
0: And, we'll disagree, but okay. uh, like it was
1: like likely like oh really okay maybe i'm wrong <laughs> but i thought that people had learned that it was like a scavenger and like less of a it wasn't like getting into fights and stuff it was like
0: oh no that's um, no that's that's fake news that's that's anti-tears oh, that's fake news
1: okay that's, it, good. that's like cool.
0: all predators that's tyrannosaurus cool. rex will feed on both scavenged meat and hunted meat and there's extensive paleontological evidence of predation by tyrannosaurs upon living organisms damn okay all right well you know i'm gonna talk. talking uh, stop talking shit about uh those guys there, them, but there's actually really still there was a really cool t-rex exhibit here in the city that uh it's science world oh uh, yeah maybe y'all yeah. get i don't know maybe it's gonna travel around toronto are you in toronto i thought i just always assume i'm in toronto yeah. yeah um yeah y'all got that you probably get it you'll probably get the t-rex exhibit at some point i would hope you should go see it you might, hopefully you might learn something okay i'm down
1: D- dinosaurs are cool as fuck uh i would be down to to learn about the t-rex more um okay but but i'm not gonna say t-rex is my favorite i believe the albertosaurus was bigger uh, uh, no and i
0: believe the uh, um oh was it wasn't <laughs> no the albertosaurus is smaller they're little less. okay some even debate no. whether or not they're a separate species you're so defensive you? <laughs> really uh t-rex what is the, um... my favorite dinosaur <laughs>
1: Okay, okay. So that, So I can't win trying to think of something better than a T-Rex right now. Uh, you're going to be uh, wrong. But what, it, about the, uh, what about the Ultrasaurus? Ultrasaurus, is, that's, that's is that bigger ultra- than
0: a T-Rex? Yeah, but it's a different classification of dinosaur altogether. It's really not... Okay, but but it's
1: bigger than the T-Rex.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> and it, it's it could, it's stronger than the T-Rex and uh, could if, fight the T-Rex and win. If it was full-grown, possibly, yes. Uh... <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, yeah. They're both They're both full-grown in this scenario. <laughs> We're not. We're, they're, we're not like you know, pitting a baby against a, a, a adult here. This is. We're not monsters. We just force dinosaurs to fight each other. Well, you know, in nature, uh,
0: you know, usually a predator <laughs> would be preying upon a juvenile, you know. So yeah, that's all fair. The
1: way you're dodging the question that the the ultrasaurus would absolutely demolish a T-Rex in a fight. I
0: mean, they, they didn't uh, live at the same really time the or the same geographical region. <laughs> okay. Like it's oh, a highly yeah. unrealistic you, you, contest, frankly. You know, it's. W- Okay, it's worse than I thought. That T-Rex is,
1: like, just immediately going down. Wow. Okay. You
0: know what? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Ultrasaurus, and
1: mostly because it, it can beat a T-Rex, and it's got a way cooler name. Okay? Ultrasaurus.
0: I'm calling the dinosaur poet right now. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Ultrasaurus. Okay, there's no wrong answers to this question, but let me just say I'm very like disappointed. Like the wrong answer. <laughs> No, that's so totally you valid. To here, ex- but
3: totally valid. You
0: did not get that. Right.
1: <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no. We don't judge here. Yeah. No, we accept all people, all right. well, even
1: well, the wrong they, ones. But like, you know, I don't know that much about the Ultrasaurus, uh, But you know, I'm, I'm trying to think back to my the days when I was like a dinosaur expert when I was like six years old. Oh like, well, yeah, uh, that's well, when I a human usually like reaches their peak dinosaur knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean like but why do we stop cuz they are interesting. Gotta but training. you obviously you know a lot more about it than I do. Like what 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 do you like about the T-Rex? Cuz to me if somebody's like my favorite dinosaur is the T-Rex, I'm like, "Oh, you're like the most basic person."
0: Yeah, I mean, very that. understandable. You probably never re- yeah. I I I, I, I think the right. same. Yeah, I like, it is a basic the, like, bitch opinion. that's not that's not like a hipster answer but i I think you have like a no actually oh i have a deep history
1: and here's why
0: take well yes it is okay first of all it is a history thing like when i've loved t-rex since i was a little kid and like like when i was little like the only way to actually like make me cry would be to be like rex is an idiot rex is an idiot and be like no (laughs) shut up no it's not and you know it just it was my favorite i had like the, the jurassic park T-Rex, you know, that, that big rubber one that stomped overhead. Right. I, I went to bed with that every night. Like that I still have that's, that Rex. That's delightful. I still have her in, in my she's on my studio, but uh mm. you know, I got a, I got that how nice. Old, how old are you? I am a, Do you mind me if I ask? I am still thirty-five. I don't turn thirty six okay, till cool, later yeah. <laughs> this year. Okay, cool, yeah. I'm
1: I'm the thirty-three and like I remember when in nineteen ninety five I think it was, Jurassic Park came out. That was the shit. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you've been like a little bit older uh, I was like, I was like a couple like five, years and that like... would have hit you right at the perfect time.
0: Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. too scared to see it in theaters. Uh, I, I didn't. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't really... allowed to see it in theaters, but I did see it at my friend's house. one of my biggest regrets in life is I didn't see it in theaters when I was a little kid. Uh, I, I I think I it comes something. back every so often, doesn't it? I, I have seen it come back and I miss it every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. We'll just have to make ADHD. an effort when they do one of those
3: uh, showings. For the, the whatever the latest in the series
0: is going to be, I haven't been following the series much lately. Me neither, to be honest. But it's a great time for all the oh, toys. I watched Jurassic World. Jurassic World. I liked Jurassic
3: World. I, I quite liked it. It was it was a little so silly, good. but yeah. And then
1: I, yeah. I haven't watched the, the sequel. Hey. You know what you're getting into with these movies at this point. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially dinosaurs. They they invented a new dinosaur. I feel like they didn't need to do that because there's other dinosaurs that are cool. But right.
0: Yeah, invented a new dinosaur that it's was like. Just, it's
1: just easier. Specifically, like really badass.
0: It's just easier. No scientists going in. not how they were. No, actually, and T Rex would yeah. be, it'd be. No, be like, no, this one's a super one we made. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah
3: <laughs> genetic yeah. manipulation. Be scared, people. <laughs> this is the future. We're gonna it's genetically modify. Old dinosaurs to make them hunt people.
0: I guess. Well, so so <laughs> mm-hmm. speaking of science, though, I didn't finish the second part of the answer. So yes, it's a broad, like long, just and true. Oh, you have an history. actual scientific
1: answer because I thought your a- argument was like, well, the T-Rex is better because when I was five, <laughs> it was
0: my favorite. Well, for many yeah. years, that is was the answer. Yes, but also though, there's a lot of evidence. Like we we had we did a whole episode actually on T-Rex, and it's just like every metric and like i don't know the the, one of the videos i watched to do a lot of this research the scientist this paleontologist seems like it's like he's like me he is the same level of t-rex fan because he's just like t-rex is the best animal like he just said straight up it could beat any animal ever in the fossil records which i guess includes the blue whale um uh, <laughs> I he's... feel like that would depend where no. no, <laughs> the fight took place yeah on land? Fuck the blue whale T-Rex is taking that <laughs> yeah but I mean vice versa I feel like you know, <laughs> the T-Rex would just drown? No I'd still I think he'd still win he'd still pull through but, like, but okay. for real though what if the, the T-Rex and the whale had a fight and somehow like the
1: both the T Rex and the whale, like the whale was like swimming and the T Rex was just like walking, like to the T Rex oh. on land, but to the whale there in the water. Who would win in that fight? I'm
0: I still going for T Rex, I think, because like, come on, the yeah, whale's gonna the have a hard time. The big, though. You just gotta bite that feeling. It's like, you know, the T Rex
1: is, it would be punching above its weight class. I mean, punching is maybe not the right word to use with those little arms, but they, I mean, the whale's big. I guess it would... T Rex is like actually like yeah, sharp.
0: You okay, know? all right,
2: you know.
1: So it'd be up. I don't know. It's 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 it could go either way, but I feel like if if I don't know, if, a huge... if the whale just like crushed the T Rex, it'd be over. But the whale doesn't have those kind of instincts. The T Rex is like a killer. Yeah. Well,
3: I mean, you know, I'd be inclined to say that the whale would just like grab the T Rex's foot or something,
0: drag it under the water, and just keep diving. Because they can hold their breath really well. <laughs> yeah, that's in this scenario. Does the blue whale have to go up for air? Because the T Rex is theoretically in air.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they both breathe air. Yeah, I guess um, in this scenario, let's say that, let's say that the the the, uh, the blue whale has like a giant like scuba tank on, so it doesn't <laughs> need to go up for air.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. They like they both have scuba tanks on, but it's in the water, and the T Rex is weighted down, so it's like yeah. walking. Normally. Somehow,
1: yeah, the way the T Rex moves is like identical to how it would, would move on This got some kind and of weight. physics boosters. Yeah, this is like this. This is we're a, doing science A, a, here, a very strange question. Yeah, I
3: mean, we're starting to get to the I don't point where I think the, the blue whale just. Swim away. I got to have that third dimension. To yeah, work with. that's what would happen. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I've got to say, realistically, not to be a killjoy on it, it it, it wouldn't win because of, if a sauropod, like an ultrasaurus, is big enough to fend off a big T Rex like theropod, then a whale can too. Like, yeah. it's big matters. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, all right. Well, well okay, well, go. that question always turns into this kind of ridiculous debate uh of asking someone their favorite dinosaur. <laughs> a good question. It's an important I think you can learn a lot from a person about a person from their favorite dinosaur. Like totally. it it tells you a bit about them. Well even just the thought process of like how they get there. Yeah. like you know. Tells what they value, what they're what they're thinking about.
1: <laughs> it's like a little worst mm. interview
3: question. Just... I remember
1: I remember as as a kid my favorite A dinosaur, I always said, was the Ultrasaurus. So I I didn't remember that when you asked this question, but after I said it was my favorite, I was like, oh yeah, that's what I said when I was six (laughs) as (laughs) well.
0: Well, you know, okay, there was that Uh, one toy. If speaking of Jurassic Park hypeness, they were going to release the Ultimasaurus, which was like a T-Rex with like a Triceratops head and like a Stegosaurus tail or something. It was like a super dinosaur. Oh, so that's kind
1: of like what they did in uh, Jurassic World. Yeah,
0: but it was way cooler because it had like horns and shit. And they never that's, released the toy cool. in the end, but they'd made it. They'd made mm. prototypes and marketing. Uh, it was advertised at some point, but then didn't get released for some reason. Yeah,
1: you ever see those like um, concept art for a possible Jurassic Park sequel where the T Rex and stuff get mixed with humans? Oh my god, yes, like, half super human, half dinosaurs. Dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: incredible. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I kind of wish they made. Tragedy
1: that never got made. Yeah, yeah. me too.
0: I think I like like when it comes to Jurassic Park sequels, I like the cheesier ones. Like I like Jurassic Park three, like because it's just like they just drop oh, really? all pretense. <laughs> it's not a good movie. But, Macy. But, yeah, and no. uh no, 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 that no. other guy uh, who's in stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I remember, remember Macy. I am Macy's the worst I, at yeah.
3: remembering celebrities. I'm just like you know that dude with the face that uh, did that thing. Oh yeah, that
1: one time. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I remember Jurassic Park three had a the good logo where the three was like a Monster Energy drink like claw. Yes, like, like Wolverine yeah. was there. Like shah.
0: that's what I was gonna say. Like cause like you have so you have Jurassic Park, the classic, you know, great novel, mm-hmm. beautiful movie, and then you have Jurassic yeah. Park: The Lost World. Ooh, that's classy. Not Jurassic yeah. Park two. That's mm, no, that's that we're we're lost elevated world. here, right? But then, it's, no, it's just Jurassic Park 3. And the, the dinosaurs are like mm. monsters now. They've like clawed in the three because it's a monster attack. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a monster, yeah.
3: I mean, you yeah. know, yeah. it's good at
1: selling what it is. That's, that's, that's
3: yeah.
0: it's, I'm is. I'm down They it.
1: forgot that the real monster is man. Exactly. The real monster is science.
0: Yeah, because they just wanted to bring back their son or whatever. Like they they wanted to rescue their their boy. It's fine. Oh, and yeah, then that's what InGen, it was.
2: yeah.
0: No, Ingen, no. they're just there. Whatever. Yeah, the
3: yeah. dinosaurs are just sort of chilling. And they've taken over the place, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's the second yeah. island. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Anyways, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so and
1: number, and number two, Lost Worlds, where the dinosaurs come to the human part of
0: the world. Yeah, the T Rex gets like shipped over somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I forget. Because um, they, they kidnap it. They want to have a San Diego Jurassic Park zoo. Yes, and, and, that's And a... the T-Rex runs rampant in San Diego. That's it's honestly, like... Pretty solid. It's... I that's like awesome. that part. You know what? The thing is, okay, as great as that sequence is when he's ram- ramaging this, the city, I always wanted that movie to end. where Because the, there's this really great shot where the T-Rex busts out of... The, the shipping boat they they shipped it in on and it like stomps and is roaring right and it like rears up over this hill overlooking yeah. the city with the full moon and it roars yeah. end the movie yeah, right yeah, there like a
1: werewolf end, oh, end the like movie there into a wolf oh, yes great. just like,
0: <laughs> like... rex. <laughs> oh yeah by the way Injun, they made wolf-rex hybrids watch out <laughs> Oh nice. oh but I wanted to end with like this like, oh yeah, now the dinosaurs are unleashed upon the world. Good luck with that. The
1: dinosaurs turned into vampires a vampire <laughs> a <bit of> dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out a little bit of that mosquito blood was from a vampire. Oh
0: my god.
1: Oh man, there's so many creative ways they could take the, the series. I hope no. they just get weird with it.
0: No, they're just gonna keep doing the the same thing where it gets, gets grayed out more and more, and they bring back mm. the actors and maybe de-age them after a certain point. And... Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, the dinosaurs. They should do, they should be like a they should be like a um, Jurassic Park versus Freddy or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, let's I'd, do it.
3: I'd watch the hell out of that. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, if if, yeah. If we're
0: if we're doing if the if endless Freddy reboot, Freddy Group
1: going into their dreams. <laughs> He's going into like dino a- dreams. <laughs>
0: Is this like when dogs have a dream and they're like running? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, like,
1: yeah. And you see the Velociraptor running in its sleep, and you're like,
0: "Oh." <laughs> oh, does it Velociraptor have a nightmare though? It's like, well, maybe it's dreaming of a team. <laughs> what do you mean with Freddy Krueger's <laughs> face? Velociraptors
1: are, have fears and things, you know. Like they—they they are the anyway. danger. They're, they're the ones that come knocking. Like Grant, what's his name? The, the professor Grant or whatever. The, the, the Doc, guy, Doctor Alan Grant, like fucking with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
3: like cats have they, nightmares. That's what they, do, they do, and cat, yeah. I mean, if you see cats sleeping, you'll sometimes see them like kind of twitching and I, I get, waking up from nightmares. It's I guess it's I've really seen dogs adorable. have bad
0: dreams, and like cats are bloody apex predators. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they do do do, ki- do tigers have bad dreams though? Hmm. I don't I think so, because like where they come on? They're not scared of anything. Yeah, come on now, we tiger, let's go. Let's go right now, hey, have bro. You of, uh, hmm?
1: uh, have you ever heard of uh, have you heard of the Champa Tiger? This tiger in India that killed like five hundred people.
0: Ah, oh, I think I might have. Oh, Do you know more me. about it? As basically,
1: like from what I remember, um, it's just like you know a, a very interesting Wikipedia read, but it's like a, a tiger that I think it it like had some injury where it couldn't eat its regular food because tigers don't usually hunt people, but. This tiger started hunting people and like waiting in the jungle to ambush people who are walking by and it would just kill them all. And uh, then it started to like go into small towns and villages and just, 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 kill people. Like it was basically like reading about it is like a real life monster movie. So people would be like stuck, like hiding in their homes and they'd hear screams of people outside getting eaten by this tiger. And uh, at one point the Indian military was trying to catch it. And they chased it across the border into Pakistan. And then they're like, nah, that's fine. We're done. We did our job. And then it killed more people in Pakistan. And oh then god. the end of the story is so disappointing because, well, I don't know. I mean, the tiger gets killed by this like white colonialist guy. Uh. And he's the only source on it. And he's like, I shot the tiger but on a hill surrounded by 300 villagers who all <laughs> praise me as a god for what I did. And you're like, that didn't happen, dude. Yeah, Being fearful of shit. There's no way that happened. He's like, everyone clapped. It's like one of those
0: stories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Yeah, no, that that's tiger's like, probably still out there to this have. day. That tiger. Yeah, it's probably still How, yeah. how long ago did this happen? Um, I want to say. 18th century? Uh, so still sure. out there to this day. Wow. But
3: who could be? That, yeah, count about How many people were killed by it? Was the guy that shot it the one who wrote all of that down? They're, yeah, he, this whole history yeah. is just all
0: him.
1: Okay. Wikipedia says. Uh, Champawat Tiger was Bengal t- Tigress, actually. Sorry yeah. to misgender you, Champawat Tiger. Uh, tigress, responsible for an estimated 436 deaths in Nepal. Oh, sorry, it was in Pakistan, I guess. And the uh, Kamaun Division of India during the last years of the 19th century and the first years of the 20th century. Her attacks have been listed in the Guinness Book of World Records as the highest number of fatalities from a tiger, as well as any animal. Um, she was wow. shot and killed in 1907 by a then 31-year-old, Jim Corbett. Some fucking... British colonial asshole named Jim.
3: They do like going to places and shooting local animals. It's a proud tradition. They do love love that shit.
0: I think Uh, they do love it. That was Jim Davis. I think that was Jim Davis, and he drank that tiger's blood and gained the immortal powers of all those souls of the tiger, you know, killed victims, and he had to imprison the tiger somehow, so he put it into a cartoon cat that has a tiger stripe pattern.
2: <laughs> I have solved oh,
0: this mystery I of the tiger.
1: True. What a <laughs> I truly, choose to believe that.
3: depressingly boring end for that poor tiger.
1: We gotta free yeah. it. We gotta Honest, free that tiger. Honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get, let's free, free Garfield, the Chappawatt tiger.
0: Yeah,
1: man, Another little poetic thing, the, sorry, just real quick. Another yeah, poetic go. thing about it is that when they did a horse modem on the tigress, they found that the upper and lower canine teeth on the right side of her mouth were broken, the upper one in half, the lower one right to the bone. Uh, the injury was the result of an old gunshot,
2: oh. uh, which probably
1: prevented her from hunting her natural prey, and hence she started to hunt humans. So it's basically oh a revenge story. Yeah, so we started like a human it. Human shot her and she was like, fuck you. I'm going to kill as many the of these war. guys as I can.
0: Okay. Anyway. That's that, that's so terrible. We've got to avenge this tiger somehow. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, some, somebody said earlier like how cats are
1: apex predators. Like, that's tigers funny. really wanted to. They would fuck us up.
0: Uh, yeah absolutely i saw a video of a tiger jump up over an elephant and claw a person and like continue going over the elephant and land in the jungle and run away uh the guy did survive but they had to get him to the hospital and he, he was pretty badly hurt
3: yeah i would say like wow probably the the three animals that would would really like wreck our shit if they tried to if they decided that they just had enough of us would definitely be tigers um bears grizzlies in particular i think and oddly enough probably kangaroos yeah they're strong yeah they like they box (laughs) they box
1: and they can kick your chest in oh yeah they spring off their tails right yeah they, uh... those back feet like even when i just like scratch my cat's belly and i her back feet start going like shh, 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 shh. oh yeah oh yeah you can feel the power there you know if you were like if a tiger was grabbing you and just like shredding you with its back legs you would be so dead oh that i mean at least it would be a pretty quick end even if it would be incredibly
3: painful mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: it would hurt a lot but yeah it'd be
1: over quick hopefully
0: so like lose a lot of blood what kind Man. of like I often ask, like, I get in like debates with like my partner and stuff of like, okay, what would if, if like all like the birds decided like if it was uh like, you know freaking Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, and <laughs> mm-hmm. they just decided all right, yeah. that's it, humanity's done, we're all attacking humanity. Do you think birds could win? Mm-hmm. Do you think birds could take on humanity? I know we got the guns and stuff, but like, well, they already won a war. Yeah, emus. Yeah, uh, the... didn't
1: they? Didn't they win that? Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was a bunch of Australians with some machine guns, and uh, the emus won.
0: <laughs> not to mention, uh, cassowaries yeah. did not even participate in that war. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if the cassowaries were there too. And ostriches. Like, ostriches
3: are contagious. We've we've found ways to deal with them, but they are contagious, and if they really, really wanted to
0: wreck our shop, they do a pretty good job. They are terrifying. And then all the flying birds? I don't yeah. know. I think birds might be yeah, there's, there's a lot
1: of birds. I mean, so like yeah, like obviously like, you know, ostrich could one on one kill a human, but like birds there's a lot of birds I think, right? Like like mammals yeah. are not really uh mammals are not really that much of the global biomass, are
0: they? No, we're we're pretty small uh, overall. Uh, I think yeah. you know, there's an unnatural amount of humans, of course, but like the sheer amount of life on this planet that's not us is like overwhelming. I mean, the vast majority. Ooh, well, I mean, bugs are like, are like 50% or yeah. something like that. Well, that's like, that's but, an unquestioned. Okay, so, like, bugs would win. Yeah. Bugs would be able to take. I think if out. bugs decided yeah. to, if somehow they all had a collective action, they could beat us. Well, I mean. So I mean, here's the
1: thing with birds, though. Why don't, what if we just went into like a glass box or something like that and the bird just splatted into it like a window?
0: Feel they'd, like they'd have to wait for like a cassowary to come and like kick it in. Yeah,
1: yeah, like... but would they though? Because birds hit windows now. Like they don't, they yeah. don't
0: understand glass. Yeah, they'd have to know. I mean, you'd you'd probably kill a lot of birds that way.
2: Yeah, I
1: so can... like I can I can understand like where in this scenario. Birds have they've decided to all kill humans, but are they also? Did they also like all take a seminar on avoiding glass? Because imagine, not, I feel like we could. What if it's damage.
0: like. Uh, one of those uh, anti-communist scare movies from the 50s where it's a thinly veiled (laughs) you know allegory for communism and an alien has taken over the mind of all the birds and is directing them to attack in a unified manner strategically then we're fucked yeah Yeah.
1: we're fucked yeah and then the and then the alien institutes uh the vanguard
0: bird party or something and (laughs) <laughs> Starts USSR. Or something like that. Like, it, it, just I get to <clears throat> conveniently have all the money now. Hey, alien! Yeah. You said it was going to be bird utopia. What?
2: <laughs> you told
1: me the state would wither away.
3: <laughs> it's like uh, they just steadily pick the the smaller and smaller targets. If we're going like this, route. Yeah. But.
2: Mm. <laughs>
0: But but uh, yeah, I think I think it wouldn't take many. Like, there's a lot of animals that I think it, it would fit that bill. Like, well, the cats, cats could do it, especially cats if it was a die. surprise attack.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, mm-hmm. you know, particularly all the different species of animals, cats could just basic domesticated cats would cause us a considerable amount of problems, and to have their You know, I. F- bigger cousins
1: just pitch up for the the heavy hitters yeah like i love my cat but i feel like if i had a heads up and it was like a fair fight i could i could win but if my cat got the drop on me i don't know i think it's up in the air at that point
0: they can cut deep
2: yeah i got i've got a scar
0: i have a scar on my chest that i've had for 20 years from where my cat like put his full weight He fell and didn't even mean to. Like, his claw went into me and his full weight went on it. And he, like, cut into my chest deep enough that it's a permanent scar. Like, imagine if a cat was smart enough to put its full weight into its claws on your neck. Eh, I think it could get you. Jumps down off a shelf. Yeah. They got the agility for it. And they're, like, if they were coordinated and
3: attacking together, like, I could maybe fend off one cat maybe even as many as two or three if i was like prepared for it but ten
1: uh i don't think so i don't yeah.
3: think i'm gonna take on ten cats yeah
1: i'm <laughs> bleeding out
3: yeah, before i, I point, got through
2: yeah.
1: a few of them just you gotta just run the cats are fast too they yeah run fast and it's not like you can Catch climb you. up a tree or climb up anything to get out of their way they've oh, no, got the advantage no, no, no. They That's, you're taking. playing right into their hands oh. there's already cats up that
0: tree Oh, no, I just want a 1980s movie. It's called, like, Cats with a Z. The and cats. it's got all yeah. oh, these puppet cats. are like, Rear! Rear! like the, the, these great hand puppet cats that, like, are killing... <laughs> ah! Ah! People are wrestling with stuffed animals. and No, a got yeah. me. People driving,
3: and then, like cat try. jumps from the back seat onto their neck <laughs> and causes them to crash. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Was it uh, *Zombieland*? <laughs> the opening of that? I'm just imagining that similar sort of scene when she goes
0: through the windshield. And I'm, okay, I'm not gonna lie, I saw that movie at a very formative time in my life, and the the opening song, of course, "For Whom the Bell Tolls" by Metallica. It like, despite being a heavy metal fan at that point, I didn't really listen to Metallica, but hearing it there, I was like, oh, that's so badass! Yeah, I'm gonna listen to that. That's a cool song. Is <laughs> is good song? We mm-hmm. love. It. That's like, to the point where I I like Metallica, but I think I really like that song more than anything. Well, sometimes I think it takes
3: like, um, reframing it to whatever is going on in a way that can like, solidify something from being, yeah, this is pretty good to that's awesome. Uh, There's a Barnes-Courtney song that um, somebody did like a weird mix with uh, scenes from the mcu that has that feel for me like once i saw that video with mm. all of the timing and what have you it a makes the mcu look incredible in a way that they've just never quite managed with the actual films and b <laughs> that song goes from yeah this is pretty cool to oh, i love this this is
2: great <laughs>
0: Well, you know I'm, I'm like really curious like uh because like your your videos have like a, a very like multidisciplinary approach like you're doing the art uh you know you're on camera like and you i know like you know you mentioned like doing like comedy and stuff like i'm really curious like do you want to talk a bit about like what led you into doing what you do and like i don't know it seems like there's there's a story there i feel like okay yeah um <clears throat> well
1: i guess uh I don't know. I've always been like really interested in developing any skill that is never going to make me any money, Uh, and I've always been into drawing, comedy, drama. You know, some acting, do some. um, uh, You know, I I did do some like art. I I, not right now, but I used to do a lot of like commissions for stuff, Uh, and I wanted to start making a YouTube channel. basically, I started uh, like I don't know, I, I've worked with other creators. I've um worked, I've sort of been involved in like the leftist online community without being like a creator for like for a while. and um I got to a point. I guess it was like i, I started shortly after uh, the pandemic um started, and I had a lot of free time. i had I was getting some some serb money. so for anyone who's not Canadian, it, we we got two grand a month for, like, a while, which I'm so sorry that you didn't get that because you should have. Uh, but that shit, like, not only saved my life, but it gave me kind of, like, a safe, you know, like, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a safe, like, uh, window of time where I didn't need to be out looking for a job. I didn't mm-hmm. need to be devoting all of my time to some kind of capitalist pursuit. I could try and start a YouTube channel. And, um, I figured that like, because I have all these interests and all these sort of things. Oh, also I for- forgot to mention, I also went to film school. I've done a lot of filmmaking and I-, I know how to work a camera. I know how to edit. I know all that kind of stuff. So I, I thought it was kind of a good fit and I wanted, I wanted my stuff to stand out. And I was like, well, I'm good at like all these, these things. So why don't I just do all of them? And then how are people going to, like, it'll hopefully keep people entertained. And I also have ADHD. um, So, you know, I know what it's like to watch a video that's about a subject that you're interested in, but it's not super engaging. So uh, to me, I feel like the stuff in the background and my my drawings and stuff, the animations, it makes it a little bit more engaging than if if it was just me talking straight to a camera with nothing happening in the background. Uh, So that was my kind of, like, intention. And... When it's I a definite out, I was, value I did, add. Like, yeah, right. Like I, that's that's how I feel. I I will say though, I like it, it's it's been it's worked for me in in some ways. I've I've done like uh, fairly well. Like you know, I, I guess earlier I was saying how I think I started to say this, but I ended up getting distracted. Um, how like when I got my first video out. I, that video did really well, really quickly. I got a thousand do- uh, subscribers in my first day. And I was like, hell yeah, this is easy. This is going to be simple. I'm going to have like a million subs in a year. And every other video since then has has disappointed me based on that original mm. video. But yeah. I've had some pop off a little bit. I've had some completely fly under the radar. It's very difficult to know how a video is going to do until you post it. But um, like right now, I'm in like a weird stage where I'm like, sort of in between it's not quite a job it's not quite a career you know like i'm not making enough money to just do this i have to do. i still have to do a lot of you know other other stuff uh but it's not it's more than a hobby you know it's like mm. less than a career more than a hobby i guess so i side hustle. still spend a lot of time on it it's like a but side it can, hustle but, but like, like
0: not the side it's your main dish but you have to have yeah, other side it's, hustles it's,
1: it's basically like right now the way I make money, all I have are side hustles. <laughs> like like all I have are like sometimes I'll do, I'll do like a comedy show and I'll get paid like a good payday or I'll do – sometimes I do like uh, – uh, like I actually do this thing where I go into schools and I teach kids how to write comedy. <laughs> like that's nice. like a, another job that I have. Well, that's like very once irregular very awesome. maybe like once every couple months. I'll have like a but... week's worth of work and it will pay really well.
0: I don't know. And, you're describing uh, my career. That's how, like, I think a lot of artists work. That I always say you got yeah, like, to be, like to be an artist, you got to be like a techno hunter gatherer. You're doing a little bit of this, a little of that, yes, setting totally, up different traps totally. and all that. Like, that's what it is. It's exactly right. Yeah,
1: and I think, like, I believe uh, that you and I are like around the same size uh, online. Maybe I, uh, uh, I, I, I think, I I think you're,
0: I think you've gone bigger confident. than me. To be honest, I feel like you got more oh, God, subs on maybe. YouTube than I've got combined on any platform I got uh i'm instagram well
1: not by. well but you don't you have like how many on facebook like 25k or something like that yeah
0: 25,000 which is like okay
1: yeah so i have 27,000 on on youtube so we're very like comparable size okay
0: yeah sure i'll take yeah i
1: think we're we're sort of in like the same boat like i i i do make enough money just off of youtube ads and patreon to pay my rent and buy groceries yeah. But everything else I need in life, I got to be doing other stuff. That's basically where I'm at right now. Not um, a bad place to be. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's... not a bad place to be at all. I just realized like earlier when I brought this up, I, I stopped the story right before the turn and it just sounded like I was bragging. I was like, yeah, the first day, first video went yeah. really well. And I was like, this is easy. And then I started talking about something else. <laughs> so I was like, just to clarify, it turned out I was wrong about that. <laughs> I, It has not been easy. Uh, but it's been fun. And it's been like, rewarding. And it's, I, I feel like I, I built like a, an audience, built like a bit of a community, you know, on my Discord, on my Patreon. And I, uh, yeah, I've, I've had a, a good time with it. It's, it feels right. Um, I will say though, my instinct to make longer and longer and longer videos, like every video is my new longest video almost. And My also instincts to make my videos more complicated and have more animation to them. Like, you know, that my last video on JFK has like a fully animated first three minutes. I've made it so that my videos take me so long to make. And I really want to get to, I want my next video to be like so half-assed. Like I want to half-assed. I don't want to work so hard. I want to be able to get to a point where I can put out a video a month consistently. So right now I sort of am trying to make a shift in my, uh, my approach, because uh, I don't think that the way I've been doing it is, is I think it's been good, and I'm, I'm proud of what I've produced so far. But I think I gotta like tone it down a little bit. You know what I mean? I relate to this so like you, hard. Do, you do. I was gonna say like you do comics. Like you gotta learn how to do that fast. Yes, and
0: that's, that's, a that's a very my time-consuming problem. Time-consuming thing. I'm taking too long to do things these days myself because yeah, same thing. Like i the quality. I want to get the quality to a certain point, and I'm never like satisfied, so I just keep taking a long time and like. It, eventually you just gotta, like, what really gotta do is find something you can do quickly. You gotta system down. You go, bing, bam, boom, here you go. Mm-hmm. I think
2: mm-hmm.
0: Bing, exactly. bam, boom, you're talking on Zoom. You know what I mean? Like, you're just, you got <laughs> that, that as
2: yeah.
0: the old saying goes, as it says in the Bible. Yeah. I think that, is, yeah,
3: that's scripture. There's a lot of room for, for both in some ways. I think, like, taking your time with certain things, but it, I definitely know that, like, kind of that grind of getting things out fairly regularly and yeah. consistently is like, you don't want to make yourself a ton of work to do every time you release something. It's, uh, and
0: it, it's hard. I don't know if you do like, like when I do a video, I'll write a pretty loose script, but I know I always do better. If I give myself the freedom to like freestyle it a bit, I have the topics I have to hit. I got that written down and I know, mm-hmm. but I've got to like, just be free on it. And then unfortunately that can bring with it complications for editing or for other aspects of the production is that but lately i've been streamlining it better i like to think but like you know what i mean like going off script can sometimes i don't know do you struggle with that i do are you good at riffing freestyle do you have it pretty tightly scripted
1: yeah it's it's funny um i think when i started i did it all exactly by the script but um you know like i i come from stand-up comedy and i do a lot of riffing i'm very comfortable like riffing on stage or like dealing with like a heckler or dealing with like you know, doing crowd work, talking to people. So something that I, I know how to do. Um, and I feel like I've only in my last like few videos have I really kind of embraced that for some reason. I don't know why it took me so long to do this, but now I always give myself time to like do a bit of riffing and do a bit of like, if I think of a joke in a second, I'll just say it. And then when I'm editing, I can include it or not. If I think it's funny enough, but but a lot of time like nowadays, my favorite parts of the video are the parts that I just thought of in the moment, uh, I don't know. I feel like there's like, I, I, I don't know, like I know there's a million stand-up comedy podcasts with comedians dissecting comedy to a really intense degree. But um, d- d- I'll try to briefly say that like I think that there are – there's uh, two separate parts of your brain uh, when you're speaking, doing public speaking of any kind or making a video or whatever. There's a part of your brain where you are saying something exactly as it was written, you know, whether you're reading it off the page or if it's just something you've memorized – um, and there's a part of your brain where you're thinking of each word as you say it, you're constructing your sentences on the fly, and you're really in the moment. And those two things are actually like, what what part of your brain you're using, I should say, is obvious to the audience. The audience can tell on some level if that's in the moment or if it's something that you've written down. And if it's in the moment, it adds a sort of authenticity and like a realness to that kind of aspect of your performance that makes it more seem more spontaneous seem more natural and it makes it funnier like the jokes don't have to be as funny if you're thinking of them on the fly you know what i mean
2: like absolutely yeah, right.
1: like one, one thing you learn with hecklers in, in comedy is all you got to do to deal with the heckler is just say something that's technically a joke it doesn't have to be that funny it doesn't have to be like as funny as your material it just has to be technically like on paper yes that has like a setup and a punchline okay you pass. and if you can say if you can think of anything like that in the moment, the audience is way less harsh on it. you know? So there's like something that's like a, a tool to make things funnier is to just say them off the top of your head, you know what I mean? So I, I do try to include that. I think it adds it adds that sort of extra like I don't know, oomph to the video, and it's also it also breaks it up a bit because it it's clearly different, even if the audience doesn't consciously know that, oh, that was a riff that was from the script. The they they feel it on some level that it's different, and it, it it's it really helps to break it up. It's it's much better to do that than to have an entire hour long video where it's word for word reading off of a teleprompter or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know, yeah, I, absolutely. Uh, I, 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 I think yeah, that I've makes seen, sense. I,
3: I've seen a lot of like YouTube videos where you can tell a person's reading off a script because it gets sort of wooden, they get very stiff, and mm-hmm. they're like, you can see their gaze. On top of it, you can see their gaze just sort of like unfocuses from the camera for a bit. And you can see that they're taking like a pause every so often where they wouldn't necessarily because they're reading rather than um, like saying it. And the inflection gets a little different. And, you know, you, you can tell as an audience member, if you're especially if you're paying attention to all the little cues. Like and the more nice. engaged with the video you are, the more you see those cues. Um, I think that naturalness really just like helps to, to make it. It also helps. You know, not, not to necessarily encourage um, that kind of relationship that people build that sometimes not mm-hmm. so great yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with creators, but it does help to build that rapport nonetheless. Like, it, you feel much more like you're yes. in a conversation or you're there with the person if they're being, like, if they're just bouncing off their ideas rather than reading the script as written.
1: Exactly. Yeah, no, that, that's very true. The parasocial thing is very complex i feel because you know i've experienced it myself where i've become like really invested in a content creator that to the point where i'm like oh i feel like we'd be friends i feel like if we met we'd really get along and stuff like that it's Mm -hmm. like i don't know like it's it's something that it's happened to me a few times i'm sure it happens to people all the time and then now that i'm a creator i sort of like like it's it's an unhealthy thing but i sort of rely on people like that to be my, you know, to join my Patreon, to, like, watch my videos, to subscribe, like, that is an important thing, you
0: know? Pe- like, people can't help you... you if they don't know you. Like, they have to, like, yeah. they have to, like, actually have an appreciation, an emotional attachment to what you're doing in some way. Otherwise, they, there's a million other things. Like, you gotta yeah. care. I, I would
1: say, like, I, I completely agree, except the one thing i changed about what you just said was, people can't help you unless they think they know you. Like, they feel that they know you.
0: Because,
2: yeah.
1: You know, people don't really know me, right? From even from watching all my videos, it's not like someone has actually met me. You know, I present myself in a certain way online. I present myself in a certain way in my videos that isn't exactly who I am in real life. It's it has yeah. aspects of my real personality, but it's like it's a persona I'm doing. You know,
0: it's. I think I'm I'll uh, like I'll admit that that's a misuse of that quote because I think to truly help somebody, they have to like know them, but to like have an idea of knowing them a connection there you can help them in this other way whether or not that's a fully right like you know it's not healthy things say if it becomes too enmeshed there but like no the quote i was referring Mm -hmm. to is talking about just you know genuinely having a connection for that deeper kind of help but i see what you're saying yeah Yeah. i withdraw Um, yeah
1: yeah (laughs) no no i mean but i think it's it's mostly still applicable i mean you know Subscribing to my Patreon does help me. <laughs> like, oh, totally, that is,
0: yeah. That is helpful. But uh,
1: it's, yeah.
2: As far it doesn't, as, like, it's not good if it's... Helping someone who's...
1: I, 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 yeah.
0: I, I wouldn't I... want it if it was somebody that, like, they have that unhealthy attachment. I'd feel guilty, mm. like... And I've had people in the past mm. where it's sort of like that, and it's like, ooh, I don't... I don't know if we can actually do this because you're, you know... this. I don't know what this is for you, but it doesn't seem good, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. I ha- I don't think I've had anything too bad in my experience with, with people. I think some people, like... Like, um, I, I get messages from people who are like really kind and really like my stuff, and I, I think, like, you know, think like maybe a little bit too highly of me, which mm. makes me a bit uncomfortable, but it's nothing like that. Uh, it, it's, it's not it's not too bad, it's not, um, I don't know. I, I feel, I do feel though that there's like potential for misuse of that dynamic. Oh, you know, totally. like, I feel like there's so many things with creators misusing their relationship with their fans that are, you know, like it's it's a dangerous dynamic. And, you know, I'm, I don't know we we talked, I, I think Bria, you mentioned earlier a little bit about hierarchies, like hierarchies are dangerous, you yeah. know, and putting yeah. creators up on pedestals like we do, it creates a dangerous kind of uh, dynamic between people that can be taken advantage of in, in horrible ways. So yeah, it, on the other hand, I do want people to feel like they know me. I want I want to make myself as authentic as possible. Be, yeah. Like, not just because I think that's cool and good, but also because it's the best way to kind of monetize my content. If people are like, "I like that guy," the, the
2: parts that legit.
3: matter. Yeah, I think like mm-hmm. you know it's really important to like build that uh, like investment in for people to build that investment in your stuff, your content, and as a result, they tend to like build a little bit of investment in you as a person. Even though it's like mm-hmm. the the persona version of you that you have put out there, but like you need that investment for people to engage with your stuff because like you know like with any like with any media thing you have to invest in it. Um, that's part of the like yeah. um, trade off of being part of the audience is like you you're investing in what's going on, um, but some people get a little obsessive about that and it can be like dangerous when they get obsessive, I think is really the the big thing. Like it's, mm. I view it as like, it's okay for people to be invested in you and what you're doing and be really like all for it. But like, it's when it turns into this thing where they think that um, perhaps in some ways that they're owed more of your attention because they want it to be more of that, like back and forth without it being like as clear cut that you're, you know, you're producing content. You're making stuff for people to engage with, but it's, you know, uh-huh. That doesn't mean that you're necessarily their friend, but you are friendly to them as part of that. If that makes sense. It's like yeah. drawing those boundaries gets a little fuzzy, I think.
1: It does. Yeah, I know. I totally agree. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I don't know. I know, oh. you know, I have definitely met friends. Like I have friends on, you know, the internet who I have never oh, yeah. met in real life. Uh yeah. That's, totally, that's yeah. a thing, but you know, too many people, you know, watch my stuff for me to be friends with all of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, not uh, possible. <laughs> I'm not yeah, I'm not that social. Well, that's the but, hard thing um, I think.
0: Like social media brought more broadly is it's like I think we're kind of in contact with like too many people in a way. Like you can't really <clears throat> keep track of it all, and it's like maybe not good yeah. for your brain. Like, yeah, it, it's nice to be connected to people, but like I don't know. It's seeing the thoughts of like thousands of people is a lot. I feel like the friggin' yes. Osmandius in uh, Watchmen at the end—he's watching all the TV screens, right? And he's like. <clears throat> right trying to prevent every bad thing in the world
1: yeah I... yeah 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 as many is the good guy in that movie yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well,
3: I, I mean i think it's actually just like of... a,
1: uncomplicatedly i'm like yeah he's a good guy <laughs> i mean uh, uh, no, yeah no, I, not actually but
3: <laughs> i well i uh, i think the the thing i like about that character in that movie is that you know he's he's a he's a doing bad things but he came to it from the idea of trying to do it from a good place like his intention is to make everybody safe and protect everybody and then it gets distorted into this thing where he's just turned himself into the bad guy trying to control everything control the narrative control what people see control what people do he's just like so much i need to control all the elements and i i think sometimes that actually bleeds over into social media in some ways Because like people are so invested in controlling their narrative about what other people see of them, like you put online like everything that's going on in your life, and you've got a there's an incentive to make it all look good, like you're having a great time, even if you're depressed out of your mind and barely get out of bed. You don't take a selfie of yourself lying in bed with bedhead and like drool on your pillow. You get up right, yeah, like put on some clothing and some makeup, and you take a nice selfie of yourself, and that's what you put online, and everybody sees everybody else's nice put together selfies they don't see the time that they spent like laying in bed just you know not knowing how to engage yeah. with the
1: universe like yeah and then while you are like laying in bed like depressed you know bedhead, whatever like drool cakes your face that's when you're probably scrolling twitter or facebook or instagram the most and seeing yeah. everybody put forward their yeah. most beautiful like perfect self uh as if that's how they are all the time and that just like adds to that feeling of like isolation so yeah, yeah it's it's a it's a problem uh, yeah i don't know social media seems on I mean, the whole bad i guess yeah
0: <laughs> I, I do actually feel like it's going to be the new smoking i say this all the time but like in a few years maybe a couple yeah. decades Fuck. i think we'll look back on it like oh man people used to do that i think like, like yeah for me it's,
1: wow i never thought about it like that But i think you might be right it was usually
0: smoking was ubiquitous like they'd smoke like while delivering a baby like you know like and (laughs) there was a huge push to sort of prove that it wasn't bad for you like i don't know i i feel like we're gonna find out over the next few years that like oh yeah actually it's not good for people to be exposed to not just like the harmful Mm -hmm. algorithms and all that but even perhaps like i don't know and maybe it's, it's possible to do it in a way that's not harmful but like it could be that just this format isn't yeah. good for people, period. No matter what algorithm or not you're using, right? Like,
3: well I, right. I yeah. I'm inclined to think there's certain kinds of social media that are just sort of plain negative, but I also see so much of like these social media is just turning into the like the social media sites being products of capitalism. And so like you end up selling yourself yep. as a product. So whenever you're yep. posting online, it's like I'm selling myself to the the illusion of myself to all these people around me. And it's like, you know, of course, that's going to create these sort of like negative approaches to, to the mindset around social media. Like you can't be, it's like actively sub- subjecting yourself to like being Truman in the Truman show. Um, you're just like, here, yeah, I'm gonna, like, like that. you can't live with that constant um, observation without it. I think, destroying you to some degree
2: like just kind of
0: rots you from the inside not to mention the pressure to like create and have output on there especially if you're a content creator but increasingly people's businesses are just generally tied to their social media and like you got to put stuff out and like there's times like i feel like putting on makeup it's like oh i got to take a picture and post this because I i took the time to put on makeup And, like, I I don't really think that way anymore, but there was a period of time where it was, like, I got to monetize this somehow, I guess, right? I got to feed this into it. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it's wasted time. I'm not being productive. Like, it's not good. Yeah. The
3: push, the constant push for production is so, uh,
0: I think, it's one of the most toxic things of of capitalism, in my opinion. It's just, like... like Imagine if you could just spend all the time you wanted on your videos, right? And Make them as good as you wanted, and mm-hmm. like maybe you do want to genuinely put them out faster, just so you can cover more things. But like, it wasn't like ah, oh, you got to keep going, otherwise you're fall behind in the algorithm yeah. or whatever. Like, that's not a good part of it. That doesn't help. You're not helping. Okay. Like,
2: yeah.
0: no,
1: like I don't know. Yeah, I the the my instincts to make my videos more streamlined. Uh, we'll see if I'm able to do that, but. That instinct is completely because I want this to be my full time thing. I want this to be my like thing that I do. That's my job, and uh, I need a little bit more of a push because right now my videos take they take they, they take a little bit too long. Uh, no, you've been <laughs> learning the format. I'm super ambitious with my stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've I've learned so much over the course of doing it and what I like to do and what makes what makes them better. I've learned a lot from like the the analytics that youtube gives you about like what are the important parts of your video like i've learned mm. to make the first like the opening of my video usually takes me about as long to make as the rest of my video cuz i want the opening part of my video to be so engaging that people stay watching cuz i i used to lose like over 50% of my viewers after the first second you know so i wanted to like grab you right away and be like oh damn the production on this is great wow and then the rest of the video will be a disappointment to you. But as long as I can get you past that one second, that 30 second, that one minute, the odds are people are going to stay and watch like at least like most of the rest of the video. Um, and that's how I make money from the ads, the ad uh, oh, views. Real tips
0: yeah. from the gob. Yeah. Like pushing that I mean, that's, engagement. I mean, honestly, like
1: that has been a thing that has really helped me out when I changed to that. I, I've noticed the change. But, because um, yeah, I used to just start my videos right away with just me talking and now I'm like, no, I got to do like a whole fucking production first.
0: Yeah, anyway. I mean, that makes sense. Right. Like, And just think about like TV shows, right? They got the super cool intro, mm-hmm. yeah. you know.
3: They got the hook before yeah, the,
0: yeah.
3: the, like they got that short little punchy
0: hook before they hit
3: the, the main theme and then the main theme gets you all hyped yeah, up and then open. the show goes. And like. I think The Walking Dead is probably the most famous example of like the most um, overused version of that kind of like framework, where the first, the first like couple of minutes resolve the the uh, cliffhanger from the previous episode, and then it's mostly oh. filler until about halfway through the episode, where you get like a couple of minutes of something important, the new cliffhanger, and then <laughs> yeah. right at the end you get the, the the new cliffhanger that makes you tune in next week. It's like the rest of it is just yeah. kind of. A, a bit of a nothing burger.
0: Like, just nothing going on.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Walking that, that Dead. Is
0: like, More like deal. talking I mean, heads. Like, oh, Have you ever seen, like,
1: those old movies that start with, like, they start with the credits
2: and they, they have, like, oh,
0: yeah.
1: an oh. overture that's, like, all the music from the whole movie yeah. like, put into a little medley. And it's, like, that's... When people used to go to the theater. They would be, like, it was the first time i would ever seen, like, moving pictures or whatever. Maybe not. Maybe the, you don't have to go that far back, but like you know, it was a much more of an event. It was like yeah. I am so lucky to be able to see this. And they would just go in, they'd get dressed up, they'd go sit down on these nice chairs, and they'd watch the fucking screen. And it they did it didn't bother them that the first like five to ten minutes were just the credits of the people who were on it with like just words to music, and then the movie starts after that. But even movie theaters learned, oh, that's not cool. And it also, once we got TV, that shit was over because like. You're looking for something to watch, you know. You have other channels you can switch to, and you're not going to sit through like a fifteen minute like overture before anything happens. Yeah, get right to it. Now they put the credits at the end, you know. But their instinct was, oh, well, we worked really hard on this. Let's put all of our names at the beginning, so people have to watch
0: it.
3: Well, I wanna want to know them.
0: who's in the video. I need to see who's there. Yeah. <laughs> I I, oh, uh,
3: my. He, I have a it's... lot of respect for like when things were made that way back in the day and like you know even now to some degree there is uh, the occasional art movie that'll do things like that and it's but yeah it really does have this attitude of like you, mm-hmm. you're going to watch something special it's something special that you're going to do and like I, I think You know, not not to keep harping on the the capitalism thing, but like the way that ads get added to television and um, all these streaming services, the way they're trying to like push your attention is like ads throughout the the thing. And it's really hard to justify, I think, for a lot of viewers, like you're sitting there and it's like, well, if I've got to watch like the entire credit sequence, I'm going to get an ad before the credit sequence and then I'm going to get an ad after the credit sequence. And like, why am I doing this to myself? Uh, Yep.
0: Yeah, I, uh, mm. I don't know. I used to block out ads with my foot, you know, Kung Fu training and all. Yeah. So I did, did didn't... Know, yeah. And I've developed a selective memory. I just like, oh, I just forget that ad. I don't need that. Let's block that out. <laughs> and if your ad's really annoying That's... or I can't skip it, you're on the blacklist. I'm not shopping there. I'm not buying whatever this is. Yeah. Yeah. My
1: ads are just like, you know, black magic, you know, it's it's using art and like, all the things that people use to, like, sell products.
0: So. Yeah, that's a really sad thing. It's like every single person that works in advertising yeah. is, that, is an artist. They're just applying yeah, it to like evil. Yeah, they're creative people. Yeah. yeah. yeah Some know. of them genuinely like it, I guess. I don't know. I still think that counts yeah, as yeah. evil. But it's, I think advertising <laughs> is the devil. I'm opposed to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I'd say, hey, I'm not going to begrudge anybody for doing what they can to make money and live a life of... Whatever uh, dignity or even luxury, um,
3: independent creators but, can uh, plug your
0: your Patreons. Overall, that's yeah. no problem, right? Yeah, uh,
3: like that, yes. oh yeah,
1: that's 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 different. But
3: that's my favorite way to like, if I can um, support creators, is is like Patreons because then then I wouldn't feel as bad like skipping ads in their videos, for instance. Um, whereas I know that like for some creators, mm-hmm. it's like it it's an important part of their revenue. Um, and it's this difficult yeah. thing of like you know I wish we didn't have to live like this, but at the same time we're living under the system and you gotta eat, you gotta pay your rent, like ads are unfortunately an important part of that. But uh, I yeah. I long for a world we, where we
1: don't need that crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I I'm, I'm pro- the Nebula. Um, oh yeah.
1: yeah, I, and it doesn't have ads and it's like a bunch of the you know creators on YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's nice, and they put up like special separate things on there too.
0: Yeah, it, it yeah. looks really good. I've heard good things. You think it's worth it? Yeah, I mean it's
1: so cheap. I think it was like I forget how much it was, but it was it was like twelve bucks for a year or something like
0: that. I don't know.
1: And you get uh Curiosity Stream too? That's pretty good. Um
0: It's cool, yeah. That counts There's like
1: uh Lindsay Ellis, remember her? Yeah. Yeah, I still try and she's keep... still she still makes videos, but they're just on Nebula now. Yeah.
0: yeah, I
3: noticed that there hadn't been any new YouTube videos in a while. I keep meaning to because we watch um, YouTube on our TV a lot, so we were trying to get um, mm-hmm. like the Android TV version as my partner and I um, trying to get yeah. an Android TV version. And they didn't have one that worked super well, so we hadn't invested in it yet. But it's like I wanted to take another look at it because it, it seems like it's got some of my favorite creators. I really like, yeah, yeah, just like a whole bunch of them that are on there. like it seems like a great service. Yeah, it's, it's nice. I like the idea and of then, like, yeah, like also. Create like working together, collaborating together. I think that's a, like just such a delightful idea.
0: Yeah. Well, this totally. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored by Nebula, but like honestly, this counts. So you guys should give us some money, but you know, we don't get called sellouts <laughs> yeah. either at the same time.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, true. Do you do merch it up?
1: I did. You sell stuff on your Etsy, but yeah. I, you know, I closed not down not the anymore? shop.
0: I kind of st- I stopped okay, it okay. for a while because I just like, I, I didn't. <clears throat> You know, I just kind of assessed it, and it was like bringing in some money, but the amount of work it took to make the money didn't feel worth it, and I didn't want to put in the work to mm, like yeah. actually make it something. But uh, we're gonna bring the shot back in a different form. We're kind of actually uh, talking with a printer that you know, like another company that'll handle mm. everything, so I don't have to worry about You're that. Shaky hands? Yes, pretty sure. I don't, Hell yeah! It's the one one thought slime plugged. Yeah, yeah, Shaky Hands, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I actually just had
1: a meeting with them today. I'm, I'm gonna
0: probably nice. sell the merch. My partner is also talking. By the way, not not endorsed by Shaky Hands, but they are, they seem pretty cool. So
1: they're so legit. Yeah, from
0: what I can tell, they look pretty cool. Yeah, my my partner is doing the talks with it to do that or whatever. But yeah, that's uh, uh it's so good to like I don't know, like I have a hard time doing merch because I don't buy things personally. Like I just, as a rule, don't. I don't know. I don't buy oh, stuff really? for the most part. I like I, you're With talking to somebody like I just did a whole podcast last week about how I make my own pens. Like I don't. Whoa, that's cool. I don't. I don't know. I have a hard time participating in capitalism unless it's like essential. I like supporting artists if I can, sure, but like I don't think in terms of like oh a t shirt, a coffee mug, or whatever. I don't. I want a plain t shirt. I want. Yeah. I want like no logos. You know, it's got to be a really good design to want it on that shirt. So it's hard for me to think oh, that yeah. way. Even if I come up with a design and be like, ah, it doesn't need to be on a product, and we'd be like, no, put it on a product. We like product. You're just weird. <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, it <laughs> like that is unfortunately how so much of the world works. Is like everything is just a product, but you know, at the same time, people like that kind of stuff. So seems worthwhile to
0: yeah I don't know, work with it. And... We'll do it. We'll get t-shirts. We'll get stickers yeah. again because we used to make it all in house. Made our own stickers. Made the patches. Fridge magnets, Pokemon cards. Uh, I don't know what else I did. I didn't do like posters. Oh, I did books. We had the books. A lot of the books I printed and bound myself. Like, it was all DIY. Cool. Uh, but uh, I don't awesome. know. You... Yeah, I, I have one
1: of your books, uh, the, or uh, one of your comics.
0: Yeah, yeah, the one I sent in the little care package there. That yeah. is the one. That one I did do completely myself. Cool. Damn. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's intense. Um, yeah, that's,
1: that's a lot of work.
0: It's a good thing to do. If you do, like, really anything, like, you should experience pretty much as much as you can that farm-to-table kind of chain. If you make that's comics, true, you yeah. should, at some point, physically make your own comic. I like that idea. Yeah, true. So I don't know how that works for YouTube. You're going you're gonna to make a film, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you
1: build a camera out of chicken bones and human <laughs> hair and twine or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. MacGyver it up, and then... Then you'll be legit. Yeah. Then you'll be a real YouTuber.
1: Yeah, I don't know why I went for those ingredients specifically,
0: but yeah, somehow I'll, I'll do it. That's what you're um, going to be locked in a room you know. with, so. <laughs> yeah. Then maybe you'll appreciate life afterwards.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's, a take. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Build character.
0: James, uh we've taken up a lot of your time. Uh we probably gotta let you go. But no, where you know in, in the odd chance that people don't know who you are who are listening to this, where where do they find you? What do you want people to know about? They
1: all know me. They know who I am. <laughs> uh they, yeah, uh I imagine a lot of people don't know who I am. I'm Jill Goblin. You can find me on YouTube, Chill Goblin, you can find me on Twitter. Chill underscore Goblin and uh, uh, I'll be launching a merch store soon, so it'll probably be chillgoblin.com. dot uh, Type that in, see if it exists yet. Um, and uh, yeah, oh, and I got a Patreon, but uh, I don't know. Check out my videos first, see if you like my vibe, then you can look into that. But um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. that's all I got going on right now. Awesome. Well,
0: you well, you should impulse buy our, if you our our Patreon if you like you know just happen to get to this part of the video go to patreon now and support us yeah and just do it and then go back yes. and listen to the rest of the episode absolutely sight unseen <laughs> do it yeah 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 totally do that well thank you so much james this yeah. is just an awesome i don't know really great to actually like get to meet you after following you for a few years there and just a yeah. oh, good conversation had a good time yeah it's been an absolute pleasure to, to have you yeah like, that's
2: awesome